Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, it's a new year. It's a new year and the same podcast, everybody. Welcome to James Bonding. I'm Matt. And I'm Matt as well. Oh, Matt Gorley, that is. We got a treat for you guys. We are we're going over the Last gasp of Sean Connery in the Eon-produced James Bond films. Until you get him again later in an unofficial joint. <laughs> Just like, you'd seriously see this as someone at the time ago. Well, he's for sure done. Oh, there's like no question. Yeah. Every fiber in his being doesn't want to be on that screen. And I, I think it's a better film for it. <laughs> Uh, get into Christian, I'm sorry bit. we brought you into this movie. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased to be brought in with this movie, having just listened to you guys cover my favorite Bond film and Which, my favorite Bond on her controversial. Oh, yeah. George Lazenby is your favorite James Bond. Yep, I think that's fair. Especially there's a growing. You're on. You're riding a growing wave of people that appreciate. I good started the wave, man. Come I on, this it. was. I started this 15 years ago. He rode. He I, rode this. <laughs> he rode this wave on a VHS of Die Hard during yeah. Christmas. Totally. <laughs> we should introduce our guest oh, from yeah. Orphan Black. Christian, and I want to make Hi. sure I get your last name pronounced. Okay, try because it. you have two U's. B R U U N, right? Yep, correct. And I want to just. I just want it to be. Brin. That's fantastic. Is it? Yeah. Oh that was God. almost like Norwegian. I feel like your your second U is basically saying, don't want to deal with an umlaut, but you get my point. Exactly. You nailed it. Okay. No one's nailed it like that before, wow. man. Did it yeah. have an umlaut at any point? No, because as far as I know, the Norwegian it's a Norwegian name, mm-hmm. uh, and it means brown. Yeah, I'm very familiar with your pavilion at Epcot. <laughs> okay, thank uh-huh. you. Thank you. Very good. Enjoy that pickled herring. Um, it... There's no umlauts in mm-hmm. in Norwegian. It's a German mm. thing. But oh. in terms of, I, I I'm pretty sure someone can correct me on Twitter. Oh, they will. Norwegian expert or listener. I'm sure there's many. Yeah. Um, uh, the I don't think there's an umlaut. So the W does. Do you guys have the the O with the diagonal slash through it? Or is no, that... I think that's. Danish, Danish or Swedish. But we do have the. We might actually. I don't know. I don't speak Norwegian, but. Um, but we also have the the circle on top of the A. Yes, that's, which I think okay, is really yeah. cool. Yeah. What is that sound? Oh, I think it's like skull. Okay. Oh, like skull is S K A with that weird circle L, yeah. and it's not skull. It's skull, and I think it's like an O O sound almost. You come to James Bonding 
for the bonding, but you stay for the multicultural, the linguistics, uh, illumination. Yeah, yeah. So you you nailed it, or you know just brune. A lot of people say brun incorrectly, but that's fine. People say brawn all the time. Well, I think your biggest clue is vacuum, right? Yeah. Prune. I never thought of that. I always say, I, uh, like, prune with a B. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, vacuum, that's good, like too. That. Brune. Yeah. yeah. I think a... in Norway, it would be brune. Yeah. Like, almost like an U. Uh, yeah. It's that diphthong, I yeah. think they call it. Yeah. Brune. Brune. You should, you should umlaut those two U's. <laughs> and, I mean, just say, fuck it. I've got two And I think it would just umlaut. be like... Brune, <laughs> like a very pure e sound. That's a tomb lot. Yeah, a tomb lot. Oh, oh, I like oh, it. God, I love tomb it. Did that's you just the, coin that? That's I beautiful. did, and that's like I want the next James Bond. I want to, uh, to be named yeah. Tomb Lot. I want to pour one out for the Maelstrom ride, which was uh, fantastic. It's been <laughs> reskinned. It's now the Frozen ride. Wait, was that oh, in the Norwegian? That was in the Norwegian. I just pavilion. went there. I've never. Did been. you see the Frozen ride? Well, it was it was like beer food fest, beer and wine festival. Oh, thing. you went so during the best time. We to go. barely got out of that. Yeah, you know, and yeah. We, and we went. Why would you? I know, but here's the sad part. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. We went to we walked through all of them. Yeah, and just ended up eating at this the Napa Valley one. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> because for some reason the food they had there looked the best. Though we did drink in many of the different countries. My That sounds um, like heaven. I yeah, want to it go was. to this. Oh, yeah. it's the best. You drink yourself around the world. Oh god. In a in a great. in a confined Floridian climate uh where thunderstorms at noon. Um but uh you <laughs> know my favorite thing I... to do is like I'll start with a taco at Mexico, right? And then I keep wandering. You get that so much around here. I know, but and it's like, just part gosh. of exploring the world. There's got to be some kind of field trip where we go to the Epcot Pavilion. And so you get a taco yeah. for Spectre. Oh, yep. I love this. Yeah, this okay. is great. And then where do you go next? Where did uh, you go next? Well, you see, there's Morocco. Okay, so he goes to Ooh. Morocco, right? Is yeah. it is it Spy Who Loved Me? Yeah. Or Man no, that's, Gold no. Spy Who Loved Me is Egypt. Egypt, mm-hmm. right. But before that, he doesn't go to... Is he in Morocco? I'm going to assume he, he goes is to Cairo in the beginning of this film. He goes to Cairo. Because there's a guy with a fez on. Yes, that's in Cairo. That He, ah. he punches oh, into a right. roulette table. You don't, table. Yeah. You don't see him. He punches ah. into a roulette table. But is it uh, Man with a Golden Gun? Where's the belly dancer? I feel like... I feel like... Oh. I feel like it's... Um, the oh, belly okay. dancers are from Russia with love, and that's Turkey. Right, but there is a belly dancer in Man with a Golden Gun. She has it in her belly button. Is oh, that yeah, like she Lebanon? I think that's Lebanon, maybe. Well, you know what? Point is, get we're really showing you off get some, how cultural we are. <laughs> you get some bread over there at Morocco with some fun dippy things, and you head. You keep so going. You keep going. Dip. Now you don't want to fill up. Here's why you don't fill up. Yeah. What's it, actually surprisingly my favorite, and I'm on the record. My favorite restaurant. You need to get reservations many months in advance. Is actually at the Canadian Pavilion. It's the Canadian Steakhouse there. Oh, I did see that. You need to that get a amazing. reservation to get way in advance. To get into steakhouse? that steakhouse, you know they have they have certain What's special about Canadian steak, and I'm Moose. I might be unpatriotic to ask. What is special Canadian, about it? Uh, apparently, just they just they just cook it so well. Like, you can get a flight of martinis there. What? Yeah, this martinis are not James a Canadian Bond. thing. Yeah, you can get a flight of dessert martinis. But Canada is one of the few places Bond has not been in the films. Oh. But there has been a few Canadian connections mm. in Goldeneye. Hold on, um, uh, Xenia on the top. Uh, has that sort of brief toward affair with a Canadian naval officer. That's right. Uh, what is it? Xenia, I can't breathe! That's right. And then he like, yeah. dies. She chokes him out. And Quantum of Solace. 
Quantum of Solace. The lady at the end is uh, like an attaché. Oh, that's right. In Ottawa. Canadian, yeah. When he gets like to Siberia or something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like, like leave. Or she's wherever like, Sorry. And she apologizes yes. before she leaves. Little yeah. whisper. Sorry. Yeah. She's like, sorry. You're from Ottawa? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Nothing so to do good. with Ottawa. But that is the sad history of Canada yeah. in James Bond. Film. Oh, well, yeah. let me tell you. You just go in there, you get yourself a nice bone-in ribeye, mm. some delicious macaroni and cheese, and some poutine. Okay, the mm. poutine is definitely yeah. Canadian. Yeah. And uh, quite frankly... Can you get a Caesar there? It's the best meal. Is that uh, a Caesar Probably, salad? I nope. often... What nope, is... a Caesar is a cocktail. <gasps> uh, it's a Canadian cocktail. You, the closest thing to it... Down here is a Bloody Mary. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, so it's vodka, and it's tomato juice, but we have a different type of tomato juice that you use specially for Caesars. Mm-hmm. Nobody drinks it neat without booze in it. It's called Clamato juice. Oh, it's yeah. Clam. I get that here. You, get, you have Clamato uh-huh. juice now. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. I have raged on... It's my least favorite I, of all. I hate of fish all. and seafood. It is oh, crazy. And I, I like Clamato juice. I don't know why. And I like some fish and seafood, I guess. Have you but, had a Michelada? I love Michelada. I'm hooked. My uh, my Canadian friend Scott Mosier, he and I did a podcast called Phoebe, and we did an entire episode devoted to how much I hated Clamato juice. <laughs> Have you had a Caesar though? Because the Caesar covers it up with the vodka. You know, I've never. I've also never sauce. had a, a Bloody Mary. I've never had a Bloody no Mary. No kidding. They're no. hangover drinks. Yeah, it's is like it's the next morning. A, is it called a Caesar because of bloody stabbing Caesar? I think so. Wow. And oh. Caesar had been eating a lot of clams on the Ides <laughs> sure, of March when sure. he was yeah. murdered, and you could see. Or or is it because it plays a joke on your digestive system and it's named after Cesar Romero who portrayed the Joker? <laughs> no? That was, I think so. That was a long that was way to go. the most creative one, yeah. Long way to go. Well, the uh, point is... The restaurant's called Le Cellier. That's the point. Okay. Wow. Le Cellier. But, like, do you have to go into... This is Disney we're talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, it's in Epcot Center, yeah. Okay. Do you, do you have to, like, pay entrance to the park to yes, even just go to the steakhouse? Yeah, yeah sure this do. is you all sure really Epcot is. it the is. only steakhouse in... Epcot, so it's yes. like it's only got yeah. a lineup because like people want steaks when they're there. I don't know; it's just really good. It's I gotta the, go it's, there. I, for my money. It's I'm, the best I'm, restaurant in all of Disney World. Wow! I'm all for the the Bond theme around like, the world. Around the world, that would be amazing. We could really crank out like two or three podcasts in Disney. Yeah, easily write it off, guys. Right. Guys, I know. Come on. Hmm. That's a pretty good plan. I was thinking about going I'll in late just, March. What I'll do you think? I'll hold microphones. Sure. I'll be Sounds a boom good. operator. Okay. Whatever <laughs> it takes. Well, what, you know what we should do is just bring a bunch of people and like you're in the Canadian one and we come yeah. visit you at the Canadian one. <laughs> we like It's, like a, uh, it's like a scavenger hunt. Or I don't think we're it, finding count, guests. Whoever, whatever guests we had for whatever movie, wherever that takes place. I think it has to be a location. And since Canada yeah. hasn't been used, right. Canada's out. Canada's can't go out. to the steakhouse. We can find and a way. Have we could go to their tiny them. Eiffel Tower and have a great time thinking about yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Canada <laughs> is in the book Spy Who Loved Me because I think he sneaks down from Canada into like Vermont or something for that whole story. Spy Who Loved Me? The book. Yeah. I don't remember if I choose. I choose it, to not, think the movie's he's... nothing to do with okay. the book. The book is about a woman losing oh, he her just, virginity. He just took the, they just took the title yeah. of yeah, the book. Yeah, and that's literally it. Yeah. It's, the book is about a woman losing the first virginity. half, and then then it takes that takes place in England. Bond isn't even in that part, and right. then at the end, like the last half or third, ends up. I want to say it's Vermont or something, in just a little motor hotel where this woman is <laughs> captured by the mob, and he just happens basically happens by oh and saves God. her. That's hilarious. It's an interesting read. It was I clearly, choose to believe he's in Canadian waters in uh, View to a Kill. 
when he gets the microchip. Okay, that's possible. That's what they I probably choose. went that's what through I choose. Canadian He's in the ice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Australia, Canada, oh, and South Africa. Now, South Africa was featured in Diamonds of Forever for yes. a little bit, but, but Bond's never there. Oh, yeah. No, they're just like the like educational video of how diamonds right. are. Mined. And I think yeah. the Mr. Wint and Mr. Kid were that helicopter. Yes, they thing. were there. Yeah. That whole there. scorpion scene was in yeah. supposed to be in South Africa. Clearly Nevada. We have we have so much to talk about with oh, this yeah. movie. Uh, but it's good to be underway again. It's a new year. Yeah, uh, we're glad to be back. And Christian, I, I just you know we like to ask all our guests, our first timers, their their yeah. childhood uh, entry into Bond. If they if they loved him, if they. What the, what the first I, movie I was, was a huge fan of Bond from the first movie I watched, and I think as I was I was thinking about it the other day, and then you brought mm-hmm. Matt a gift today, which was the poster for this film, and I think A View to a Kill was the first Bond film that I saw. Uh huh. Um, um, what 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 a wonderful life it was! <laughs> it's a wonderful life. It and was that's great. your first exposure to Bond because you've got you've you've literally got Roger nowhere Moore to on go. His outs. <laughs> Well, you've got literally nowhere to go but up and down. Oh, totally, you know what I'm totally. saying? Like, <laughs> it's like perfect starting. It's like great. I do have a soft spot for that one. Me too. Um, it's it's great. And it's this wonderful poster, and terrible. Thank you, Matt. It's You're beautiful. very welcome. You brought me the poster. one. Sheet. It's it's a great poster. Yeah, yeah. The it really. You know, we were Matt and I did a podcast last week. Uh, the last one that was out was yeah, the two posters. Weeks ago, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I had had the save searches up on eBay cause we were going through some of the posters on eBay and then mm-hmm. I saw it pop up and I was looking at it and I was like, oh, there's no fold lines in it. It's beautifully mm-hmm. rolled. I was like, you know what? Matt Gorley needs this. You're a sweetheart. Yeah. You're my boon it's, companion. It's great. That was my intro. And so my first favorite Bond was Roger Moore cause that was my first Bond that I ever saw. Yeah. So I loved this campy, goofy, odd duck of a Bond. <laughs> and now as an adult, I'm like, I don't. Oh, like my least favorite is Pierce Brosnan. Sorry, Pierce, if you're listening. No, this don't. is ridiculous. You no. just brought him in here because you and him share this weird <laughs> view of Pierce Brosnan. He's terrible. He's such a ponce. The only one he's good in is Goldeneye. Oh, His I, first I, film, I he was actually quite good. I, I, we didn't even talk about this. Tomorrow no, this never dies. Just, by the way, this is obviously great the film. Tomorrow never dies mind. is not. But <laughs> I will give you this. Uh huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think one of the. This is very controversial. One of the best. Bond themes ever. The Cheryl Crow Tomorrow Never Dies. Oh, well, oh wow. We're you back on board. We're, really, we're back on really? right. Brilliant. <laughs> ah! I, I, I hear that Katie Lang surrender song at the end of the movie that was supposed to be the theme song, and I think, how oh, I are they crazy? It's so good. And that Cheryl oh, Crow one. I love one. the Cheryl Crow one. Like the, I remember sitting in the theater watching it and just being like, it like wow. struck me to my core. It this was is so what good. I love so about sultry. James Bond is there's always so something for everyone. Yes. Like, like I would have never thought that, but you you yeah. pick out these weird little because there's so much of everything in yeah. this franchise that you're mm-hmm. bound to like some weird outlier. Totally. Turns out I mostly like the outliers, but <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, I mean, I like George Lazenby, so yeah. Nah. Yeah. No one's gonna blame you. you right. George does a great job with he the material he's given. He does a fantastic job. Yeah. He's yeah. just a jerk to work with, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, so View to Kill was your first, and then yes. do you remember that was the first one you saw in the theaters? No, or? that I saw that I just remember seeing. Okay. Um, and as do a, you remember a young your first child. theater bond? First theater bond, quite possibly was. In fact, I'm quite sure was uh, Goldeneye. Wow. So I had seen a bunch of films at that point. Yeah. Um, don't remember ever seeing the Timothy Dalton ones in theaters and was View to a Kill Roger Moore's last one. Yeah. Okay. So, and so 
Well, Spider, uh, uh, Spider, love me was his best, but you know. Listen, this podcast is firmly in the view to a kill uh, camp. <laughs> it's actually the one of the few things Matt and I agree on. It's no, my we second mostly agree. We mostly agree, except yeah. on the, divi- the the derisive topic of Pierce Brosnan <laughs> yeah. and four of the James Bond movies. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Although we both agree. Although no, you like Die Another Day. No, I campiness. don't like it. I just like it. You better. like its absurdity. It's cringe more than I do. Whereas like yeah. Spectre is just infuriating. Yeah, you can watch Die Another Day and laugh and enjoy mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and and it falls in line with a campy Bond film. Yeah, but then you watch something like Spectre and you're just like, who approved any of this? <laughs> and who agreed to do any of this? Why are you saying this dialogue? Why are you doing? I watched it on the weekend and was yeah. just like. My jaw was dropped the whole time. I was I'm just... so curious to revisit it. It's been a while for me. Which wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Spectre. Oh, I put it on. Uh, I was really looking to like to it. test so, uh, audio for our TV mm-hmm. recently. So I put the opening. Scene Opening's on. great. Sure. Yeah, opening's but great. But I, I put it on like five times. So I've seen that a bunch of times. But the rest of the movie, it's been since. Kinda... You know what my go-to when right. I was setting up a 5.1 Dolby surround system <laughs> in my homes. Has always, as you often do. Has like, hey, you know, every time I moved, I would do it. I would just set him back up. Kramer um, versus Kramer. The uh, launch in Apollo 13. Oh, oh yeah. Oh man, that's you want nice. to make sure that base is just I think right. I would yeah. Test it with Jurassic Park. Which oh, sure, that's good. Yeah, T Rex. I used to do Saving Sorry. Private Ryan too, oh. just to hear Ooh. the little. Another bullet, great bullets. Yeah. yeah, another great test of your sound system. All believe it or not, yeah, just demo disc that's right. is the uh, Ghostbusters proton pack power up Whoa. in the elevator hmm. there's so much bass in that oh yeah yeah it's really great it's a good speaking mix of elevators <laughs> oh, yeah oh. this movie you just killed james bond <laughs> i love you know what i i love what i did love about diamonds are uh are forever where all the with with connery you get a lot more weight it's <laughs> got a more punch. hair and punch. weight uh, it, it, you get more spy tactics. That's true. Like, I loved the, like, the I'm kissing. making out with my shelf and yeah, nobody can but tell. But did you and notice this the great. first time I noticed that this? Great. That that works for the camera, but where Peter Franks is walking <laughs> in, he would just see this James Bond, like, just rubbing yeah, but his it's shoulders. Amsterdam. I think he was called. I think, he, I I think, think it was, he was more called. going with it was Amsterdam. It's a quirky You're Dutch right. place. Well, let's He's get into this, huh? Stoned. Let's dive in right at the beginning All right. of this thing. Last we saw James Bond. Oh, His yeah. wife had been murdered. Oh, right. Brutal. I'm glad you followed up on Her Majesty's with this film. Yeah. Because I was watching it this time. Like, okay. Yeah. I Zero understand. reference to the dead wife. Zero emotion None. from Sean if Connery anything, about it. It's, it's like, like it never happened. All's well. I'm happy. And well, it's it be. was the, like, to the to that point, I was watching the scene where Money Penny gives uh, uh, James Bond his uh, Peter Frank's identity. Yeah. And uh, she's like, would you like anything from Amsterdam? She says, a ring with a diamond? And like, I'm like, he just fucking lost his wife. You are so horrible <laughs> right you. now. I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. You are so horrible. The, do you think, though, that this is an interesting choice. I don't know if we talked about this last time, that in the first two little vignettes when Bond is chasing down Blofeld, yes. they don't show his face. You just nope. hear his voice. Is that almost kind of like... You think you're getting that dumb guy again, but but you're hearing Sean Connery. You haven't seen a commercial or looked at the poster outside of the movie that you just walked in. Which, by the way, I was then expecting like a very uh, pronounced entrance of him. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, (laughs) they're setting it up, and all he's just coming down the stairs in in like a a weird polo. Yeah, yeah. 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 
I know. And then immediately right off the bat with like classic Sean Connery Bond, uh, like woman physical, like yeah. smacking the woman basically, They're like choking her out with her own stuff. thing. I with know. their own uh, yeah. bikini top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Great entrance, Bond. Let's it's listen. like Connery picked it himself. That's, yeah. that's, that's just the way that James Bond was in those days. Well, I know. like Connery was. And quite there, frankly, there was a few moments in this film where I was like, ooh, dated. Very dated. A few, sure, a few, sure. <laughs> a few uh, references to... I mean, it's race and also oh, yeah. sexuality yeah. and yeah, does not age well in that sense. And you know, I went on a uh, architectural tour of Palm Springs over the over the break. Oh, you did? Yeah. And that uh, house, huh? We uh, we saw another house designed by the guy who designed the Thumper and Bambi House. Bambi house. Bambi. Willard and, White's uh, summer house or whatever. Yeah, it was uh, it was nice, I guess. It was interesting. <laughs> was that was that? Shot in Palm Springs at one of the in that house, or was that in Nevada as well? I don't know. They were, he was I just saying that it was is. the architect, and I just assumed it was probably in Palm Springs. I don't imagine yeah. that house is in Nevada. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. We also went to. I've never been to Nevada or Vegas. It's high on my list. What? So, oh, I think it's changed a bit this since is, this film. This <laughs> guys, the three of us could we'll make so many podcasts. Go in to Vegas. Vegas and then Disney World. This, yeah, this is literally. You my just do dream. a podcast of showing Christian Brune classic pockets of america that's right yeah for the first time yeah this, this. this wide-eyed wonder I love boy it. like oh i love it <laughs> i love it christening christian <laughs> um Perfect. man that's like my dream hmm. just to hit vegas and then go to disney world yeah those are your two sweet spots those are my two i'm not a vegas fan those personally. are the two places that my wife is like really you want to go there again? Yeah, I honestly I don't like Vegas, but it's just I don't I, think I will either. But yeah. I really want to. Well, go. you got to go. Uh, I want to go, go for like a sleepless. I weekend. think had I'm you not going to gamble. Had you not? Uh, oh well, we're going to gamble. Uh, <laughs> had you not uh, been shooting a Volkswagen commercial during my wedding, I think you would have. I would have enjoyed that you because enjoyed of the Vegas. whole purpose. That would have been. Yeah, I know, but it also was, yeah, we did. And your wife hates Vegas, and you got she married likes, in Vegas? She likes Vegas. We got married at the Venetian. We had a love. We had a reception at Bouchon. It was very nice, and it was just a lot of fun to get it because we're we're both from Boston, and uh, she had lived in New York for years, and I was had been in L.A. for years, and we met out here, and we were just like, how the hell are we going to get? everybody to travel to the same place so we were like let's just go to vegas oh, everyone can yeah. fly and there there's yeah. cheap flights there oh right. constantly cheap hotels everyone well, had everything a great happens time. for a reason matt mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i will i have a great story about this matt we were at uh, a christmas party right and because of that volkswagen commercial uh-huh. that he filmed and missed your wedding for <laughs> he actually taught me the correct way to pronounce my car's name so oh, that's right because <laughs> i was calling it a tiguan yeah and you're like actually uh they prefer Wait. if you call it a tiguan now i so hope i didn't actually go actually it's this i i come on i've been pronouncing it t- tiguan for weeks but now. i just hope i didn't just come at you and go actually <laughs> push my glasses up on my you really nose. mansplained it to me <laughs> i did oh god uh... <laughs> no because i think i had it pretty mansplained to me that day where i think i i was i wanted to give it this like like kind of like like spanish yeah. thing like tiguan yeah tiguan <laughs> but it's tiguan it's the tiguan. most boring pronunciation yeah. you could come up with for that thing and they and they like were very American serious Indian about name, it like you like could like a native american name like yeah does anyone know what tiguan means oh god i feel like i did but it may also be a nonsense or nonsense german word could yeah be. like uh 
Like, like, but Germans don't like nonsense. I lived there for a year. They don't like nonsense. They like order. Order is really what gets Germans going. <laughs> In so many ways. They love uh, they love uh, numbers rounded off to no decimal points. You want to have like 300 decimals if you have to. You don't want to round anything up. Precision and order. Oh, my God. It's a blend of German words for tiger and iguana. No. Tiger and leguan. So it should be taiguan. But the crazy thing is, I did a whole commercial where I'm holding an actual, uh, like, combination iguana-tiger. It was an iguana with a tiger head, and they never explained to me that that's what that is. I just thought it was some absurd thing that they were doing. Are you serious? Yeah. I had no idea. I don't know if I ever saw that ad. No. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, they ran those things in so many different ways in different places. I did like 32 of them, and and you'd only end up seeing like five or something, depending on where you lived, or I don't know. That's so funny. Um, Volkswagen, if you're listening, just just get Matt back. Yeah, get Matt back. Oh, that? That's the one. Oh, my God. remember that that was one of the first ones i did oh and i wanted to God. keep that thing because it's awesome you can i don't know what you googled but it's an it was an amazing sculpture. i volkswagen i literally googled Volk, iguana tiger volkswagen and that came up <laughs> that's exactly the first picture that yeah. comes up is matt Gorley standing yep. next to a volkswagen and a tiger iguana can't wait to it. get a google image search residual speaking <laughs> of google image search residuals uh sean connery appears in this movie <laughs> Uh, so, okay, I, I do have an overarching Bond question about this. And it, it sort of came up, I think, in the, when you guys were talking about Honor Majesties. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how does it work with... Obviously, like, Connery comes back and is Bond again. And, like, things are kind of out of order in terms of who's playing Bond. But mm-hmm. in terms of information that you get throughout the films, is it always assumed that... You know, you mentioned M, uh, Dame Judi Dench yeah. going through Brosnan and and Daniel Craig. Yeah, and it's still the same character. There's there's yeah. no. I guess Daniel Craig's a reset, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, this is again. This is the great. Uh, this conundrum. will this breaks everybody's brain open when I talk about how I view Daniel Craig's character. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, think of him. I yeah, I think of him as you know James Bond, and I think that between. Between Quantum of Solace and um, Skyfall, mm-hmm. I think all 22 James Bond movies happened. Jeez. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think that all of those missions he went on. But then how do you, do, how do you yes. explain Blofeld Inspector? I know. Yeah, that's the, the thing that ru- that's it, the thing that tears oh, it apart. It, that's too yeah. bad that's because it's almost as if it, it doesn't work What's that way. What's his name again? This, this Blofeld? Oh, Charles Gray? Charles Gray, yeah. right. So he was an ally of Bond in You, you Only Live Twice. Yeah. The actor, yeah. Australian. This is the first time they have ever bothered to ever even justify why Bond doesn't recognize him because he's getting plastic, of plastic surgery. surgery. Yeah. But no, they, but, but that's not what it's for. Because it's about creating body doubles. Yeah, that's not what it's for. And giving for. them plastic surgery to look like Blofeld. They're not changing Blofeld's face. It's not to They're change changing everybody else's face. Essentially, to okay, it's to yeah. make everybody <laughs> look like Telly Savalas. Is so what this that is, is my to theory, do. is that they don't care if the looks of the actors are different no. or the actors are playing right. different people. No, I don't think it's they do. It's just 
character all yeah. the way through. It's yeah, the only right. way that it makes sense. Well, right. the character that's is a, the character. That's actually a good way to describe it. The I don't theory think, yeah. I had had a long time ago, which gained some traction on the internet, was that James Bond is actually a Time Lord working <laughs> for the British government. That you just slipped yeah. in there. Gained traction on the internet, guys. Well, I have People have stolen that, it from yeah, me. really took off online, too, that James Bond is a Time Bandit. <laughs> oh, my he's God. What a little person. No, he's a Time Lord. He's got two hearts. Okay? <laughs> he regenerates every so often. I love that theory. And I'm a big fan of, of did I say this earlier? Of franchises having multiple actors play. I think I said it to at lunch today. I was talking to about the person I had lunch with uh-huh. Matt earlier. Um, I love the idea of franchises resetting or getting new, fresh blood yeah. in there just to, yeah. just to shake things up. I love to see new people come in and play the leads, and I'm all for it. Right, but what do you mean right. by that? Do Indiana you mean Jones, that you're like, oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. You want to see another Spider-Man. Indiana Jones? You want to see someone yes. besides Harrison yes. Ford? Harrison Ford, love you, man. But does it worry you? Retire, does it worry you at all that, that the Han Solo movie comes out in May and we have yet to see a trailer or a movie poster for it? There's a poster. No, it's a Russian poster. It doesn't count. <laughs> there's, a, there's a black <laughs> teaser poster that just says solo okay oh I saw great on last jedi <laughs> all right all right is it arrowhead. in helvetica nice. well it was nice. no it was in lake arrowhead oh jeez <laughs> nice wasn't wingdings <laughs> no no but Star like Wars that wingdings. kind of thing That's that worries me poster. right that worries me and then i started reading yeah. about it and i was just like oh, it has no. been fraught with yeah strife yeah <laughs> fraught with strife it's been, fraught um, with, it's been fraught striped with, with fraught fraught with Here's directors it's star wars is now becoming the James Bond franchise, basically. Uh, so we're going to have good ones, we're going to have bad ones. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. expect some bad Star Wars out there. Oh, some people felt maybe. that way about Last Jedi. Yeah, you know? like, I did not. We're going to get good and bad. And you know what? I'm, I think we're all the richer for it. Yeah. Give well, us all the content. Give us the Bob Iger stories. is much richer for it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That is true. But Rogue One, so cool. It was a period Star Wars I film. I loved it. How I cool is it. that? I you know, know? Rogue so One much fun. is a delight. It. Yeah. I really like Rogue One. Force Awakens. Pretty, Yon pretty Fest. Dang good. Yon Fest. I like it. Last Jedi. Delight. Mm. Uh, yeah. That it's was my that was my emotion in the middle was the right. uh, and then yay. There's a lot of weird things. But I mean that's what I like about Bond is that you can have a stinker. Uh I wouldn't say um uh, Diamonds Are Forever is kind of a stinker. It's a big kind stinker, a but stinker. a wonderful stinker. A one, you see, it's a wonderful stinker. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed it, but I was like, I don't. The plot got away from me a bunch yeah, of times. Me too. And I had to be like, wait, how did we get here? It well, also is one of the this? only Bond films that does a kind of creative montage editing, almost like you would in a Ocean's Eleven. Like, here's how we're going to do the heist, and they talk about it as you see it. So in the beginning, your your Bond and and M and the Diamond Expert are talking, and then we keep cutting away to South Africa, then to the old lady. And it goes on for longer than I remember, and the whole thing's unfolding as those three are having yeah. their dinner and, and brandy. Right. Very uh, specific. Oh yes, the sherry. Yeah. Here's like here's where the here's where here's where the here's where Kid and Wince purpose just falls away from actually making sense. They okay. Who's the first person they kill? The dentist, right? Yes. So, yeah. Okay, so they go to kill the dentist, but the dentist is there to deliver um, diamonds to someone named Joe, right? <laughs> when the helicopter lands, the helicopter is not asking for Joe, it's asking for the dentist. Yeah. 
It should have asked the helicopter should have asked for, for Joe. Joe. That's right. <laughs> Not the dentist. No, because the guy was supposed to deliver it right. to Joe, and Joe and was Joe's supposed, supposed to deliver to it to the, the helicopter. Yeah, cut out Joe. By the way, yeah. you're paying too many no. people in your scheme well, here. Doesn't. He pulls over on his bike and he takes the exhaust He takes the diamonds out to give to the guy who's then going to give it to the helicopter guy. Because the helicopter guy's like, where's so-and-so but, the but dentist? But isn't the dentist like, supposed to give it to Joe and they're standing in for Joe? Yeah. Yes. And then the helicopter guy should be like, also should be like, where's Joe? Oh, they don't. He not says, where's, where's the dentist? Oh, yeah. right, right. It's like they didn't put too much effort into this film. It's also the entire think, which is plot of this movie. Yeah. This is literally... Here's the thing. This movie is meaningless <laughs> because this whole plot, literally, it exists only because Blofeld was too cheap to just buy diamonds. <laughs> That's so true. That is super rich. The that, dude is super He has rich. Willard White's entire global operation. And also oh, an extremely yeah. difficult way of getting those diamonds. Oh yeah. my god! You'd right. be able to just kind of like and you talk about someone South Africa and steal a ton of yeah. blood diamonds. You or talk whatever, about someone who like, has like who has like who doesn't want loose ends ever, right? It's Blofeld. He could just sell the, the hotel. Oh here's my the best god! Part of what he wants, he could just take chips to the cage and re- exchange it for hotels. This is, but he said, and I quote: I "Yes, it down, let's hear it." Uh, Total disarmament and peace in the world. We're, we're, we're getting w- both what we both want. He says that to the, the, the right. scientist. Yeah. scientist yeah. Mets or, Wentz yeah. or whatever his name is. Met, uh, Mets. He says he wants total disarmament and peace in the world. I'm like, that's so not your M.O., Blofeld. But the, he, well, I think he's talking about Mets. That's yeah. how he conned that's Mets. How he conned that's how he conned him. Okay, I, I, I was wondering. It's more of his uh, overly complicated bullshits. A little bit over the. So cup. what he's really trying to do is just hold everybody ransom, yes, so that they pay him, and then he destroys everybody's nuclear armaments except for one except person. For one person, pays the most, which ultimately I think he really just destroys everything and then right. just yeah. takes, enjoys his money. Okay, um, this is the first just batshit crazy plot, and this is Tom Mankiewicz's first go as screenwriter, I think. This to me is the first Bond film that truly jumps the shark because yes. even like you no, only you twice. only live twice jumps. I know, so but many sharks. I think it's testing the boundaries because it's still it's <laughs> the plastic still... surgery where, where Bond gets plastic I know. surgery to become a Japanese man. I know, but and it only ends up with a bowl cut and nobody recognizes it. At least it's him. linear, like... though. At least at least you can follow it, and there's a path, and you could work your way backward and forward. This movie you can't. No, and it doesn't even matter. Like it's the first time where they just go. This plot exists well, only to serve these set pieces, I, and for that reason, I love this movie. Okay, I want to talk a little so bit, dumb. a little bit more about this plot. Okay, here's here's the here's where I'm getting a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> Scene one, <laughs> mashed potatoes. The, I mean, should, should we just should I just talk about my problems with the plot as we go through the movie, mm-hmm. or should I just broader stroke? Okay, yeah, because we're not even to uh, the no, opening you, titles yet. I want right. to talk about when Connery puts his hands up and he does this coy little. Uh, like a, what is that? Like a, yeah. I pull a rabbit from my That's head. That's Sean Connery not caring. No, but I oh, love it. It's a great mm. choice. I love it. It is a great choice. It's so good. He is so not giving a fuck about anything in this film, <laughs> and you never know if it's Bond or Connery. Yeah, but it's like a perfect marriage of the two, it and really it is, is. A kind of of a delightful. He's a real dick in this film. Yeah, like Bond is the biggest prick that I've ever seen Bond be. 
in this film. Well, that's because his wife question. just died. Yeah. That is a yeah, good but question. He's, he's, which his Bond, wife just died. This Bond his wife just that. died. He's which moved on. movie <laughs> is Bond the biggest dick in? Doctor No or this one? Doctor No, yeah. He's a he's a snot in Doctor this No. This is why we love him though. Yeah. I don't know if I love him anymore. I don't think he ages well. I think he's the most iconic looking Bond. I love the style, except for in this film, has the worst fashion out of any Bond film. It's true. Quite possibly. Ever. Yeah. Very true. Uh, and you talked haircut. about the tailoring on George Lazenby, yeah. and it's like, mm. it is yeah. perfect. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, my yeah. God, if I had that body yeah. and that tailor, yeah. Yeah. the world would be mine. But this is like the worst for fashion. But he, Bond uh, Connery is the iconic James Bond in terms of look, setting it all up and whatnot. But I don't think it ages well. No. But I that's think the more you watch it, I it's like the most it. misogynist of yeah. all of them. Yeah. And I don't and, mean I don't like it for the misogyny. <laughs> right. I just mean the dated right. feel of it. It's so stale. The, it is the the it lighting. Is very, it's the madman James Bond, which is kind of delightful in its own way. Yeah. And also incredibly dated. But like fourth season Mad Men, fifth season <laughs> Mad Men. It's yeah. It's really something. Uh, I mean, something I feel like I pointed out last time, which I feel like I have to point out again. Fair enough. The the disgusting-looking, smelling mud that oh, covers God. people. James Bond somehow knows exactly how to operate the mud machine. Uh, yeah, and he knows how to use the water to gun. To it. Yeah. It's and amazing. It, and the mud kills the dude. The yeah. mud is enough to it, kill the guy. He's so, the guy just doesn't him. like move his head to the side and like breathe <laughs> like he fully dies from the puke from exorcist being dumped on him two people are undone in this movie by viscous liquids <laughs> the the um fire extinguisher oh, oh the fi- sure yeah. Yeah. another questionable death yeah well Even i think he, that would just suffocate you right well, he it's he falls. co2 i took it yeah, yeah. It's co2 getting sprayed in your face no oxygen coming in matt i will say thank you to this film for making me understand crispin glover more yeah. Oh, yeah, because I watched Mr. Ki- uh, Mr. Winterkid. He's Wint. He's Wint. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, that looks like Crispin Glover. And oh, I you looked him up, and I'm picked like, picked it up from that. Yeah, and I'm like, that's his dad. Oh my yeah. god, everything makes more sense. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't yeah. know that. Honestly, I didn't know that it was his father until three months ago. No, we talked about it. We ta- well, when we talked about it. Well, the, like three years ago when we did this movie. Because I have a story oh, about it. Was this guy. Yeah. It was whenever that was. It was whenever we. It was with you right. that I figured it out. Okay. Right. Well, I had Putter Smith on my I Was There Too show yes. for this movie. It's Did you? Yeah. Mr. Kidd? Uh huh. And he's just a jazz bassist and Is not really? an actor. Because you can tell he's not an actor. And Lovely guy. Disagree. He's better than Chris McGlover's That's dad. No. That is true. Yes. <laughs> better than Chris McGlover's dad? Yeah. No, he's better. He chews it. I can see both of your points. I love both of them. First of all, I will put that caveat down that I actually love them as villains. I do too, because they're so odd. But they're the worst villains at the same time. I know. They can kill normal people, but they're like, they have all these opportunities to kill James Bond, and and they they just walk away. They're like, yeah, leave him in a pipe, leave him in a coffin. That's going to get sealed up at least 12 hours later. That was the fastest pipe building I've ever seen, by the way. I know. Well, it has to be if they want to kill him. That's true. But so I, I interviewed Putter Smith. He lives in South Pasadena, and he's just a jazz Amazing. bassist. And I don't know if I told this last time we talked about it, but I'm going to tell a tale out of school right now. So uh, I love it. 
Um, he, Putter Smith was a wonderful man and very talented guy and wouldn't say a bad thing about Bruce Glover, but it's known in the industry that Bruce Glover is as weird as Crispin Glover. Yeah, and you is can difficult. tell from this film. And I actually went back and forth with him on email to get him on I Was There Too once too, and he kept saying, oh, I can't, so busy, what with Oscars coming up. It's, I'm not kidding. He would go on and on and they were like capital letters in the middle of words and oh, like he's not a teenager wow. doing some Twitter thing or something. And so... Then after I interviewed Putter Smith, I went inside and his lovely wife, we sat down and we talked for a bit and, and she kind of went, and I'm only saying this because I don't think he listens to podcasts, <laughs> but she said, you know, Putter won't tell you this, but Bruce wasn't very nice. When um, when Putter got to set, Putter said, uh, you know, I've never acted before. Could you help me? And Bruce said, don't worry, just give me your lines. Oh, God. And he tried to take Gross. his lines from him. Yeah. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> yeah. And that makes sense. What a oh. what a dumb thing. Yeah. What Ugh. a dumb Crispin Glover's dad yeah. thing to do. <laughs> line thief. Oh Bruce my Glover. god. Wanted line thievery. Amazing. Um. Yeah. So the appearance of Bond. He's there to kill Blofeld. He thinks he kills Blofeld. Right. He returns, and then he's real fucking bothered by having to do diamond smuggling. <laughs> Bond, yeah. yeah, Bond. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Sure, you want to use our section on this? I know. <laughs> Did you? I noticed something I never noticed before too. That when Bond and they're talking to this diamond expert, uh-huh. and they're talking about Brandy, and he said, "You would have noticed." He talks to Emmy, goes, "You would have noticed if it weren't for your liver or something," implying like M has cirrhosis. Yes. Or oh wow, <laughs> that's sad. He's snappy. Like, what he's a, a weird real thing dick. to throw in because it doesn't serve the story. Maybe other that's than why the, he's a dick in this film because he doesn't want to be doing this stupid diamond mission until he finds out it's Blofeld. Yeah. But, you know, he's mad at him. He's mad. He's just like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to like party and, you know, ooh, Jill St. John. Great. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Hang out with her for a while. <laughs> also, this movie is a vehicle for her to just be in a bikini I, all the time. All the time. I, I mean, I don't mind, but. No, she's, she's, she's uh, stunningly. Always gorgeous. done it for me as a Bond girl. Yep. But not necessarily in the acting department. I don't mean to sound. Oh. She did a great job. Are you kidding me? The lines really? that she drops. Are you serious? Yeah, I thought she did an okay job. But you don't think that character for a Bond girl? I don't in, know. In, I in, think like, just that. Listen up, like... Charlie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you keep leaning on that tutor, and this I'll is, give you something yeah. to toot about. What is it? What is I'll you blow up your pants. Yeah. She says that to the kid. She was given these shit lines. Who can who can do that line? Blow right. up and your it, pants, she, and she should have been like, put her foot down and said, like, I sh- I got to say something else. Uh, yeah, but like, there are stinker stinker lines in this film. Wait, it's let me ask you something. When they're on the cruise ship in the end, and, oh, that and is she, for that sure. Take of her going, yes, <laughs> I love it. That that that, I, that is a really that is odd my exhibit choice. A in in some of her. That is not act, that that is an editor and director problem. Okay, because I'm sure she didn't go <laughs> in, in every take. She probably did that in one take as a joke. But probably they only did one take. Yeah, Connery was probably like, oh, yeah, because I noticed there's a lot of like insert shots of people pressing buttons and they're like. Not hitting the buttons, and they have to kind of scramble yeah. to get the <laughs> yeah, buttons. Yeah, he's got like the, the two fingers it's out. And clearly, like, oh. a one take movie where everybody's oh. just like, "It's Bond." So yet, many. At weird the same takes. time, there's some actually interestingly set up shots that Guy Hamilton's doing, like almost Spielbergian, where you'll you'll stay with one thing, and then that moves out of the frame, and then it rack focuses into something else. And yeah, it's more thought than I'm usually used to seeing in these. No, older and Bonds. it shouldn't take you out of the film. There was another moment in the worst 
car chase I've ever seen, uh, not through Vegas, through the desert in the oh, moon, moon rover. Buggy. Oh, oh sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The saddest moon rover thing vehicle. <laughs> but when they get the stupid three-wheeled vehicles going, yeah. and the one guy like falls off, and then he goes to like put it back up, and he, he starts it. And you see him start it, and then he sits on it he for waits. a really long time, he and he waits. waits, pretending to sort of fuddle with something, but not at all, <laughs> until it, finally Connery runs and gets there Connery and knocks him off. Kicked me like that was a one take. Seconds ago. That was yeah, a one take. Definitely. They didn't do another one where they're like, "Hey, Sean, can you get the timing right?" He's probably like, "Oh, fuck off! It's hot as hell out here. <laughs> I'm sweating my arse off." Like, you get one take on that because <laughs> it's so <sighs> pathetic. <laughs> Um, We're jumping all over the place. No, that's it's, right. it's what we do here at this this program. When Wint and Kid hold hands yes. for the first time and you realize something different's going yeah. on here in a Bond uh-huh. movie, uh-huh. the little John Barry score that he puts in there, <laughs> right at that moment, <laughs> right when they touch hands, and it's like, it's just as camp as the whole movie. Yeah. I The score is eerie and weird, and I just love it. I don't know what it it's, is. It's like, as I was watching it, I felt like I was watching the Hunter S. Thompson version of a James Bond film. <laughs> That's exactly Like, it's Fear right. Loathing in Las Vegas yeah. meets Bond. Yeah. Like, the whole circus, I was like, wait, this is, like, straight out of yeah, the Terry crazy. Gilliam film. Like, this is insane. The There's circus, an elephant circus? gambling and, like, playing the slots right. with its trunk, and it wins and celebrates. Oh, and then a boy. very questionable woman oh, turns yeah. into an ape. A very racist scene. Yeah, that's right. And rough. you're just like, oh my god, what but is going on in this Listen, film? I just want to point out that that elephant won by hitting three elephants. Oh my god. <laughs> on the slot Which machine. Which made it oh extra god. exciting. On the giant slot machine. I was like, one elephant, two elephants. The is this to detail. Uh, and then Q just shows up at one point in for no reason. Except to get him in the movie, to shoot him. To get him in the, in movie, the movie, yeah. To to rig machines and win uh, at every machine and and Tiff Case comes in and is like, Hey Q, how you doing, buddy? I know. And it's the mo- oddest scene because it's like they've never met before. There's no way she knows who he is. Yeah. I mean, you have to make the assumption that Bond told her who Q is right. and what he looks like because she just shows up. She's like, hey, Q, how can I get to blah, 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 blah? Yeah. And it's the most shoehorned scene. This is the, the whole thing. one of the movies with the most uh, deleted scenes that seem to survive to either the like DVD extras. So oh, like, really? There's a Sammy Davis Jr. cameo that they cut out. There's, I believe, the scene where um, Plenty fine. O'Toole goes to Tiffany Case's house Plenty and kill her. Because it doesn't make yeah, sense. You don't she know. just shows There's up no dead. There's no reason yeah. for her to be at that house. She just right. shows up dead. Yeah, there was originally an explanation. They probably cut the scene because she was terrible. Shalana yeah. Wood was not uh, at the level of, say, a Bruce Glover. Oh, <laughs> she seems sweet. She does seem sweet. Oh, she's my and favorite. She lives up to her name. She is by far. She is terrible. And Bond is famous. Like James Bond films are famous for having the the one Bond girl that he sleeps with, who's just pure looks department yeah. and a terrible actor. And I feel so bad for these. these I never put it models together. Models or actresses. Like every time she drowns Royal, in this movie, and her, has it, and her sister drowns. Hey, but what? that was the part. That was the fault of another Bond villain. <laughs> That's right. Wait, her oh, sister? Oh, the connection. Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood is her sister. But this happens in the 80s. So plenty what? of tool drowns in the pool. Uh-huh. And Natalie Wood... In real life. Drowns. Yes. That's Natalie Wood's And Christopher yes. Walken is there. Christopher Walken was and there. And he plays... He's, Hamilton, in, right? he's in view to a kill. Right. And, and this is all coming uh, together. What's, what's his name? Oh, 
Hold on. Uh, what was Natalie Wood's husband? George name? Hamilton. No. no. Uh, uh, oh, no, no, sorry. He, he plays, two uh, from he plays number Powers. two in Austin yeah, Powers. I, I want to say Robert Urich, but it's not him. It's Robert uh, Wagner. Robert, Robert Wagner, Wagner, who's married now to Jill St. John. No. I swear. Wow. <laughs> oh, That's my true. God. Guys. I don't know if they're still married. This but is the deepest conspiracy time. theory. What ever. is the conspiracy theory, though? That's the problem. It was this was all orchestrated by Cubby Broccoli. <laughs> the oh Broccoli Empire. God. Oh, my God. Man. Pinewood Studios is behind this. We are all connected. By the way, oh. Toronto has a Pinewood Studios now, and when it got built, it's the best. Like, we filmed a season of Orphan Black there. It is an awesome studio. Oh. Uh, it's now solely been taken up by Star Trek Discovery. Which season of Orphan well, Black Now we're connecting everything here. Three. I was, I went was. to the Orphan Black set season one, and I got to tell you, you, that were, was the you were not set. in Pinewood. No. <laughs> we were there for the first two seasons. It was terrible. And then we got Pinewood in season three, and we're like, yeah, brand new, awesome, amazing Pinewood Studios. Yeah. They were incredible. Uh-huh. And then they, were, then they were so incredible that all these yeah. big American productions booked them for years in advance, and we couldn't go back there the next year, so we were in another studio near the first one. Uh-huh. That was kind of like the first one, but a little bit better uh, for the last two seasons. But for that one season, we were at Pinewoods and Pinewood. Pinewood or Pinewoods? Pinewood. Pinewood. Uh, and everybody in Toronto was thinking, oh, my God, they're building a Pinewood in Toronto. We're going to get a Bond film. Oh, yeah. They're going to shoot a Bond film in Toronto. Finally, he goes to yeah, Niagara Falls. Yeah, finally, he goes to Canada. The most boring country to shoot a Bond film. Uh, in. Unless we need like a good classic ski scene. Again. I know. We haven't really had one. Like Or like... It would be, yeah, just something in I the I do mountains. love a good Bond ski scene. Me too. No, I love nothing more, to be honest. Yeah. I want to see another ski off a cliff and open up a parachute oh, with the Union Jack on give it. it. This time it's a big old maple leaf. Hey! <laughs> yes. Canadian Bond. The next Bond will be a Canadian. He could. I mean, it, it is. We've had an Royal... Australian. We've had an Irishman. That's right. I, as long as the accent is right. All of the, well, all of the UK except for, no, they're... Wales, Scotland, Ireland, England. Well, Ireland is not part of the UK. No. Careful now. Well, Northern, Northern Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, sorry. But <laughs> I'm, I meant British Isles. Sorry. But is Pierce, he's not Northern Ireland. I don't know Irish. if he's, I think he's, I think he's Irish. Irish. He's Irish. Irish. Yeah. yeah. So let's get a Northern Ireland person. And then let's start let's moving out to the Commonwealth. We'll Have get we a had Canadian. a Welshman? Yeah. Um, uh, t- Timothy Dalton. Dalton. Oh, yeah. TD. Brilliant. Yeah. Wow. Timothy Dalton was a good Bond. I'm sorry, I liked yeah, him. No, I he was. Too. You don't apologize here. Yeah, we're fans of Timothy Dalton. What would you guys do if you came to a woman's house? Yes, I'm you listening. haven't met her. Okay, and she just keeps coming back in in different wigs and doesn't say anything about why she's, she's also doing in this. her bra and yeah. underwear. Well, I know that would be some men's probably their fantasy. I would be so freaked out. <laughs> He's really forward oh, in yeah. general, but yeah. in this film, like big time. He but, makes. But she's like the situation. She's like I'm in a bronze of such like, of her changing ridiculous wigs. Yes. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, she and starts she's just trying them on to see what she likes the most. The blonde that comes out as a brunette. Anything, like not even acknowledging it. Just yeah. coming, coming yeah. in. What is she? Is she doing this to get a look she wants, or is it to show him? But that would scare the crap out of me. I would think I was going to be murdered. Here's the thing: with older films, you can't apply modern day logic to. That's true. You just can't. Like, you watch a film from that era, and so much is nonsensical because audiences just accepted it. They're just like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. This is fun. We, they did not care about. I mean, nor did linear thinking. He yeah. says the great line providing the cuff and the collar match. Oh, my God. I wrote that down. Yeah. Oh. 
Wow. I'm going to use that from now on instead of carpet match the drapes. Right. Or cuff in the collar. Cuff in the collar. Let me know how that goes for no, you. No, no, I <laughs> will not actually use it. But it is brilliant. I've never heard that saying before. And the, I the note that I have prior to collars and cuff match, I don't know when I saw, when, when this prompted this note from me, but the note is, Mr. Wint looks like he just wants to fuck all the time. <laughs> Mr. Wint, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess he does. Like yeah. he just wants it bad. Yeah, yeah, very longing looks. <laughs> yeah, Mister Kid just kind of like just going through life barely. Yeah, <laughs> barely yeah. with zero effort in his, his looks and dress and deportment. Oh. Just and like, then mm. so there is the Peter Frank's thumbprint that he gets from yeah, Q Branch, cool. and he makes the phone call to Q, and we see Q's lab. And in Q's lab, I believe I pointed this out the last time we talked about this movie, but I just want to point it out again. There's an Aston Martin mm-hmm. with missiles being lowered yeah, missiles. into it. Into its its hood. Into yeah. its hood. Yeah. Not the boot. Come right. on. <laughs> is that not where the motor is in that car? Would it be in the back or the front? It might be in the it, back. It, it, no, it's in the front. They can car. modify. They, they can, can, they can do whatever they want. They want. Sure. It's well, they can put missiles in it. For it's Q branch. Yeah. Come on. Wow. By the way, his lair, his lab just looks like a... Like a jiffy lube, it does an it English really, version of a jiffy just lube. Just a motor pool, it's the saddest and proud location. Also, they they those, put no money into that location. Are those missiles huge? They're massive. They're they're enormous. Than, like, like the reason they're not they're lowering them enormous. into the car is because they can't fit in. Yeah, oh, they won't. No, no, no. Fit. They're, they're just probably just it. like, <laughs> Q, we need a larger car. Like that's, <laughs> they just don't know. And that's that the only British car that's in the film. He drives a red. American yeah. Mustang. This is American movies are big. It's the seventies. Yeah, they skew far too. It's American. a nice Mustang. I don't like Mustangs, yeah. but it is a nice car. It's got it's a nice, nice. brow. They yeah. also shoot this movie like they they shoot the the introduction of Felix Leiter. Like Felix like terrible. we're supposed to know who this Felix Leiter is. Like what they we, shoot oh, it like that. Yeah, yeah like they shoot right. it like oh we're gonna recognize this Felix right, Leiter before but we you don't. get the name. It's ridiculous. Oh, that's yeah. right. Because it's a new Felix. Yeah. It's, it's never another, it's only another the same one Felix time. Yeah. He's not the best Felix. No. Yeah, maybe I mean, maybe he's bottom tier Felix for me because yeah. not, and it's not even really a fault of his, but he's just kind of not as memorable as some of the others. That I is mean, his fault. It is. Is it? That's I, his fault. I guess. Maybe, uh but maybe they cast they just wanted Chester Milk Toast. I don't know. Chester, possibly. But you'd think like... Give me someone blander. Like they had bad casting in this film. The guy who plays uh, White. Oh, Jimmy Dean. Who is that? Oh, was he stoned the whole time? His first scene, you're like, how stoned You're Canadian, so it probably didn't get up there. Oh my God. So Jimmy Dean was a country music star, but then later in life... He lent his name to a sausage brand. Oh, Jimmy to, Dean Sausage? Yes. That's him? And he would do the commercial like, try Jimmy Dean Sausage. That's his actual accent? Yeah, that's I his I thought voice. that was a fake accent. No, it was that no. Bad. Everybody is dubbed in this movie except for the guy that you think is being dubbed, and that's Jimmy <laughs> Dean. This movie has the worst ADR I know. I've ever that's seen. That's not Lana Wood's voice in this. Really? No. She's being dubbed. Oh, no wonder it's so weird. Yeah. Okay. And, I don't and then almost then. everybody's ADRing their entire dialogue. Everything. Because yeah. you can't film in a casino and get sound. Yeah. Texas. And the folks kind of like it. And then folks love it. Started buying it. And then Dallas. And then it just kind of spread all over. 
And today, Jimmy Dean sausage is the number one sausage. Is that an ad? That's yeah. his ad for Jimmy Dean. This yeah. rambling. Yes, it is such. Nobody an odd wrote choice. that copy. He's just like right. And, I, and I, I'm, a, I'm just gonna have a conversation. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna speak my, from the these heart. Sausages that we had. I mean, people love. So weird. But I think wasn't it like Cubby Broccoli knew him or Salsman did or something? It's a cash grab. Was he a big star at the time? Well, he was. He was at a time. He was a bigger country star. But I don't think at this. point... I will say I think his comic timing is actually yeah. very He's good. The I, yeah. Driest. No. No. His his comic yeah. timing when he is when they go back to the lab and he goes. Well, what no, do you suppose I said? Yeah. Like, yeah. he's just doing this. And like, when he comes out of the, the jar. And I probably and, told you to burn all the things and not keep any records like we normally do, right? Yeah. See, he's okay, like, see, so... you, you watched the film knowing who he was. So you're like, yeah. oh, it's Jimmy Dean. Awesome. <laughs> I watched it not knowing who the hell he was. And I was like, who is this terrible actor? All right. You can practically see Sean Connery rolling his eyes into the back of his head in that lab scene while he's standing next to him. And I felt, I actually felt bad for Sean Connery that he had to work with this dude who was just so terrible. Yeah. yeah. So terrible. It is a weird choice. The whole thing is weird. I'm telling you, the Hunter S. Thompson of Bond films. Maybe we need to do an episode, Matt, on some of the weirdest casting choices. Oh, there's a lot. Because like Wayne Newton is in uh, License to Kill. Do you think he was just mad he wasn't in this one? (laughs) I, he wasn't a thing at this point, was he? Yeah, he, he was. He was. He was a. He was. He had he already. He already dunk a shade his way no, into America's heart. Seventy one. Yeah, this is seventy one. He would have been a grown man by yeah. by then. Um, I think maybe that's our next episode. Weirdest casting choices. I love yeah. it. That's great. Yeah, there's plenty to talk about. Right. <laughs> um, oh, Jimmy Dean sausage. But maybe they're you know like sometimes they go weird and it's inspired. Like I know. Well, like Grace Jones isn't that weird, and Christopher Walken. She's just that out weird. there. She's '80s weird. But they are—they both worked so yeah. well in that movie. Um, both in that movie so much. Ugh. Sean Connery's whole approach to physicality in this movie. <laughs> After George Lazenby, too. I would, least I would describe it as expelled possible anti-physicality. I really think. Like, First of all, okay, okay. Let's just say this: we have been completely. Like, we've got movie stars like The Rock, who is so jacked, yeah. it's unhealthy. Like, I worry for his heart right. and other parts of his body. And this is the other side of, of that spectrum. And Daniel Craig as well. Uh-huh, like, in uh-huh. that first film, coming out of the water, and mm. you're just like, good mm. God, man, what the hell have you been doing? This is not a good look for men in general. <laughs> it's not a, a normal look for men, but we've made it that way by making our action and leading men have that body. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this as a man with a dad bod. But still, like... Sean Connery in this film, as a man, looks great. Yeah, I agree. You sure. know, and he's hairy chested. He's, he's doing salt his and thing. Peppery. Salt I think and he peppery. looks great too. He yeah. looks great, but he moves his body like he hasn't been to the gym in a long no, time. No, his and whole like, character he's just, motivation like, came out of is retirement off the beach to do this film. Shortest point from point A to point B. Totally. Shortest distance from point A. Yeah, least path of least resistance. Yeah. yeah. Hundred percent. I'd like to point out some more holes in the diamond smuggling chain. I find it hard to believe there would be. Any. Yeah. Well, man, let me let me just let okay. me take you on a journey. I'm listening. Let me take you on a little journey I, here. I'm all ears, but I don't think you can do it. I'm he, one ear. He he. Here's here's another problem I have with this film, uh, which I love, and it's not really a problem. It's just a <laughs> a point out. Yeah. Uh, James Bond lands in Los Angeles as Peter oh, yeah. Franks. And then gets in a hearse and has to drive in to the front Vegas. seat of a hearse to Las Vegas, Nevada for four and a half hours. Yeah. With 
mobsters. Uh-huh. I would say six hours. This is a hearse. It's not cruising as fast very as cars true. go these Very days. true. Very yeah. true. The roads are crappy. They've got a body yeah. baking away in yeah. that heat yeah. in the black. Yeah, that's know. not good. Nope. That's not good. They um, do a scene at the airport in Las Vegas later. Yeah. Like, he couldn't get a connecting flight, or they couldn't just, like, make us believe that there was a flight going directly to Vegas. Or, right, like, that's interesting. They, they land in Los Angeles. times they go to Los Angeles. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And, you know, they get there, right? So the diamonds have been... Who gets the diamonds? So I, I assume M has the diamonds. So uh, the double O branch has the real diamonds. Oh, yeah. Q has them. Yes. He takes the Q? fake diamonds. I think M has them, honestly. Wait, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so Lighter does. Doesn't he ask for them from Lighter? Yeah, he's, he's, when he's in the bathtub, he calls yeah. Lighter, I think. Uh, whatever. Maybe. So they're, they're, in, they're in the hands of either the CIA or the British intelligence Oh, agency. you mean the Brits, like, when they, with the body? Because Lighter, Felix looks at the body and he's, like, frisking yeah. the dead body. Trying to find like, them. I don't know where you got them. And Sean Connery... Basically says they're in his butt or something yeah. like that. Elementary. Like, elementary. elementary which is, is British. You guys probably don't know that for it's in the, his butt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. We hit it in his butt is what elementary means. Sherlock Holmes will change for you now. Um, things us Canadians know. But so they, the real diamonds weren't actually in his butt. No. Like they were somewhere else. They were fake diamonds. Okay. In his butt. Now, when did is, they show this up This is all I've... This is what I've gathered. I could be wrong. So right. the internet... No, I think will, you're right. Some. So here... Right. So... Okay, the fake diamonds are in there. He, James Bond, here's my question. Peter Franks, James Bond Peter Franks, is traveling back with a body, but the body is Peter Franks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who was the original body supposed to be? Right? Because this is all going through a funeral home that knows how to... Well, I think they, the implication is after they killed the real Peter Franks, they, they set up, up this. Point. Because he also yes. says, when she says, we got to get these going, he goes, I don't, you want me to take this many diamonds? Like, he didn't have a plan. Or, because he was also taking over Peter Franks' thing. So, yeah. So I think they made the plan after they... Okay, right. so yeah. they make the yeah. plan. How do they know to contact the mobbed up funeral home? Well, Tiffany Case yes. d- does, does it. I think. Yeah. Because that's the connection to the mob. Okay, yeah. so the guy yeah, that a brother, the guy that owns Slumber Inc. Mm-hmm. Named Slumber, named Slumber, Slumber. Yeah, is also angry about the diamonds not being real. And the comedian was there for some reason. Well, to he, them. he yeah. shady acorn, shady, shady tree, shady tree, shady and his tree. acorns. Yeah, so Slumber <laughs> and Shady Tree are part of this. Shady chain. Tree, by the way, the worst stand-up I've ever Oof. seen. Yeah. Also, by the way, he's the that Sean was, Connery playing was, Bond of stand-ups. Yeah, that was the end of his act. That was his <laughs> yeah. closing material. I know. But do you think they tried to get Henny Youngman? Yes. Or right? Don Rickles or something yeah. like that? I'm surprised, yeah. But this guy probably was a... Was it, so was they, a, take the, uh, they take the body... Immediately get those get the, diamonds. Burn, burn the body, I assume. Yeah, they cremate the body. The I diamonds. think they did. I think they just like... Because he literally walks to the next room. He watches the thing go in, walks to the next room, and like a second later, they're like, here they are. Well, they still had to pull them out of the elementary canal and presumably clean them off. Well, as I understand, (laughs) you know, from my my years actually working in a funeral home, you can burn a body up, you know, it it does take a couple hours. I did for four years. Can I ask you this? Yeah. 
how cool was it to operate one of those machines that has a curtain button and a music button? <laughs> the thing I love about that machine is that at some point they had the forethought to put in a button to play music when a body's being cremated but the music is so scary and ominous oh, you God. think it should be peaceful and everything yeah. and it's just like oh but it's it like needs to be loud enough to cover up the sound of the flames that probably. is a that is yeah. a that is a machine that does not exist in life that's too bad uh, that's too bad you that's know in massachusetts there's monopoly rules so like a funeral home can't also be a crematory and can't also own a florist oh, wow. oh. so there's monopoly rules for the business Thank God, um, because so, they were getting away with it for years. Yeah, big funeral. You don't want to have a one. You don't want to have a one-stop shop. But they, uh, we'd Actually, have to. You do. We'd have to I've go gone through this process with a parent. <laughs> you want a one-stop. Well, you have it all. You, it oh, goes. Geez, it all yeah, goes through the funeral home. But you have to use a different florist. It's a whole. It's a rigmarole. But oh. we would have to always drive out to the crematory when someone wanted a cremation. Don't die in Massachusetts. Is, which was lesson. like twenty minutes away from the funeral home, and you would go, and it would. Uh, it would take, you know, depending, the fatter the person, the longer it takes to burn. How long does it take an average person to burn? Like four hours, four are you to kidding? six hours. No. What are they just grilling them on a spit? Yeah, then you're, you're not like, you don't get the ashes that day. The ashes are then delivered yeah, But back. I need them today. Well, I'm sorry, <laughs> Matt. You're just going to have to wait. Well, I remember <laughs> filming something, I think it was in Hamilton, Ontario, which is a city just outside of Toronto. A lot of filming goes there. And the main or the base camp was parked in the parking lot behind a funeral home and a crematorium. And I remember coming out of my trailer smelling barbecue. <laughs> oh, God. Looking over at oh. a garage yeah. that was, had no windows, was very sealed up with a smokestack with like black smoke oh, billowing Lord. out of it. I'm like, this can't be right. Is this how it's done? And I don't want to eat anything within like a certain yeah. square mileage of here. Oh, or breathe in. And that oh, sure is how it's done, fellas. Uh, four I mean, hours, I guess really? it does yeah. have to go that way. But. Do they, like, I would, uh, four hours? To make sure everything's burned up? Oh, I including guess. Including your giant casket that you've, yeah, uh, right. you've wasted money on? Yeah. That you get mixed Throw in Throw me in with. a cedar yeah. box. Yeah. Treat yeah. me like a piece of salmon and just mm. burn the hell out. We can do a direct cremation very, very affordably. In a in a in a in a box, no one will miss. Okay. So you're getting ashes that are. You get your, them. You know what's funny is you'll get them like a day. You'll a get them like a day later. Get some charcoal. Later. And they get delivered to the funeral home, and the box is still warm. No, that's a terrible way to go, though, for Bond for anybody. Yeah. Oh that my is god, terrifying. And he's only saved. He's saved because he's only the saved fake because they're the fake diamonds. Well, right. Well, it's not like that was his plan. To no, save his life. Lucky. He got real lucky. Yeah. Right, which is he all... Could've, he could have been killed then, could have been killed before the pipe. Like, just yeah. shoot him in the well, head. Well, here's, the, here's, here's the now head. the question, right. too, right? The, the three mobsters, the comedian, and the funeral director, mm-hmm. let's say Peter Franks was never killed. This was how he brought the body in, whatever. Bond is being killed... By Wint and Kit. Wint and Kit are killing everyone up the ladder yeah. of this diamond smuggling right. operation for Blofeld. To leave no trail. To right. leave no trail. So presumably wherever these diamonds were originally going wasn't to Blofeld. And Blofeld is getting the diamonds and killing everybody out. So do we ever know the actual end no. point of these diamonds? No. Is it slumber? No. the Because... The, no, I think then, is the end point the wait, mob. So how does he end up the getting mob. the diamonds and putting them into 
the the the, the d- stuffed doggy. Yeah, something in the van. How did it get to the van? <laughs> They're in the van. And, like they go to a gas station, and the guy who's driving the van gets out. So that's another person. He's Bert, killed because... <laughs> tell him he's fired. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. And then someone else takes Bert and the, the doctor. They make the doctor drive the van. Not yes. even some other lackey. Like oh. they make the doctor. So drive the doctor the van. drives the van, and the van has the diamonds in it. And the diamond. The van can get into. The facility. Wait, how did the diamonds get into the van again? The real diamonds. How did the real diamonds get into Blofeld's possession? You guys are missing the point of this movie. And that <laughs> to is have to fun. not. not to, I'm really curious. To understand it, <laughs> but to just experience. It. All right. I guess we'll stop trying to understand. The no, plot. I, I don't know. I can't, I can't answer remember. that. I. I uh, this cor- is one of the dumbest plots. Correct oh. me if I'm wrong. Uh, the. I once again would like to bring this up. The bed aquarium is horribly uncomfortable. In the, in the Liberace yeah. suite? Yeah. Correct, right? This Correct. is the first time I noticed that not only are you sleeping on hard lucite, but your pillow is it's an inflatable, inflatable plastic pillow. Like, with the type that if you sweat for a second, and you're oh, just yeah. going to stick on and like, get, yeah. like a rubber burn. Off. Slide yeah. off and it and your nail your head on, on an yeah. angelfish. Potentially oh. breaking the glass or the plastic <laughs> and then wetting yourself. Wet, wetting yourself with the aquarium water. Right. Or, or yourself way, yeah. out of fear or bleeding out. Yeah. When they go into the casino, that is it a croupier for craps or yeah. just like, is that what it is? That guy is so wonderfully marble mouthed. Oh my God. Yeah. We always do like, who's the most British. This guy is the most American. Cause yeah. he did. And I can't tell if they're intending it to be that way or they're just not caring. Like, was a director going, yeah, keep doing that? That's an interesting character choice. Or not paying attention not at all. Zero yeah. caring. That was second unit. Yeah. I, I think that guy was probably a real... probably a second unit. Probably a real croupier. Yep. And they just used him and didn't pay much Here's attention. Here's the thing. This film, there must have been no sag at the time. This film <laughs> uses a lot of people as extras. The whole car chase through the streets I of Las know. Vegas. It's literally crowds of people watching James Bond being filmed, standing far back against the walls, lining every street, yeah. just watching these crazy stunt drivers. Well, I mean... Awesome. It's a great... That is a good... You try to get Vegas Boulevard closed. Oh, my God. But there's, there, that's in the inside so uh, Diamonds Are Forever. There's, they had to reshoot that scene because there was one time where they did it where the actual spectators... Are, are in the shot they couldn't get them out of the shot and they're like those are all spectators pictures. i know but they're they at least have been. like directed in some way to just stand there there was a, apparently some shots moving. where like people are taking pictures oh, really? and stuff like that or i don't remember what it is you know it almost but kind you know of what? works Tourists though because absolutely right? they would totally yeah. be into watching that's this true. police chase yeah. go through fremont street that's very true also that's- james bond excellent stunt driver yeah, yeah, the way he gets that car to go on its yeah. other side too. It's really It is Another, I do like the car chase around the parking lot and yeah. it's just kind of this little cat and mouse And the thing whole time that, I'm like how's he going to get out of this one? Yeah. Oh, how's he going to Like I was actually a couple, like I was on the edge of my seat for that. Yeah, that's a good that it's a good car chase. breaking into the Howard Hughes oh, I love that. I was that like sequence. I was like oh, oh god, I'm like getting dizzy. I know. And, that was, and that is a practical effect. It's where, a rear projection. It's, it's like, not it's not even done. it's like black duvetine with just little model lights behind <laughs> right. it. I've seen a picture of it. It might even be in that book. Let's oh my god. Yeah. Oh, it's I, very effective though. It works. It's so great. Yeah. It's totally really like uh, nauseating. Yeah, yeah. like I think it, it works really than does. Hitchcock's Vertigo for me. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about Shirley Bassey's wonderful Diamonds Are Forever oh, yeah. performance. So good. I love it. So good. 
also one of the best Bond themes mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. It's got this... And the Kanye West yeah. remake, remix, whatever, is very good. Oh. I listened to it on the way over here. Boom. Uh, you know what? They don't have a picture. I don't, I don't remember where I oh. saw that picture, but it's a good one. Did you make that picture up? I Maybe. It's possible. Uh, <laughs> just saw that picture of Jill St. John putting the cassette in. Oh, boy. oh God. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so, well, we might, here's what I also don't get. So they go, the three mobsters. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I'm doing it Don't again. Don't forget about Lady Blofeld. Just, oh, you mean uh, Ellen Barkin? Ugly Ellen Barkin? <laughs> Charles Dink, uh Is he the most British or is it the diamond expert? I think it's got to be Charles Gray. Although maybe we give it to Charles Gray and you only live twice in the diamond expert in this one. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, you can't have it twice. It's just right. not allowed. No. You can uh, live twice. What so happens in You Only Live Twice? Well, Charles Gray plays... Uh, the Australian... That, or no, he's very British in that. He's oh, even I looked more it up British. They said he was supposed to be Australian. Oh what? well, he yeah. did the worst accent anyone <laughs> what? ever yeah. heard. No way! Oh my god! Yeah, that's awful. Oh, that's uh, but yeah. he dresses up as a woman to escape the casino. He could dress up as anybody. Nobody knows what he looks like. He's been hiding. Out. I mean, I guess there's some some FBI looking for him or some CIA, but. He does the worst drag ever and yeah. like walks through the casino with his cat. It's like dressed to kill. It's frightening when you see <laughs> it is when you see the, the reveal. Yeah. Oh god. And the way he's stroking the cat. Oh. There's some classic Blofeldisms, but also that are you know, things that influenced uh Doctor Evil going on here. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, Ten minutes and counting. Oh, yeah, that's and he's amazing. So what, that where, where was the effort with that? What was that was amazing. the casting on that one? I know why is he German? Yeah, seriously. And nobody else is in well, his Well, Carl Hirschlager. Oh, oh, Klaus Hergeschak. Kla- Klaus Hergeschak. <laughs> we told this story last time, but that was the director's choice of he would always just call any anything that needed a name. Right. Like a widget or something, yeah. just a doohickey. Like, this is a Hergesheimer. So they just named him Klaus Hergesheimer. That's but great. that actor, I think, is really good in this. He's yes. so He's good. He's the best yeah. day player in the whole thing. I know. He's yeah. got great comedic timing. Yeah. Also, like, I really yeah. enjoy the conversation. I do like, too. What, it's, what the day to day stuff is like at yeah. the and Willard White Corporation. And it's also a great little tactic of Bond to just kind of really play down. that spy stuff. Yeah, it's good spy that stuff. Simple spy stuff. The way he gets into the building. With um with Peter Franks yes. originally right he yeah. pretends to have a key yeah. when the door gets buzzed in who is your floor yeah. yeah who is floor yeah. yeah and like you know just like does these simple little spy things that you don't really see in Bond films anymore it's more I know physicality he would have gotten yeah. the best of him of Franks if he didn't wind up so hard for that punch and and bust his elbow yeah. through the glass yeah yeah that slow slow Amsterdam elevator I really we- like seeing Circus Circus in its heyday. Well, you get a good thirty minutes of it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> casino. Uh, you know, is that still there? It still is. Circus, circus, Are there still circus, circus, circus performers. Like that's where we're going when we go to Vegas. Circus, circus, and the Las Vegas Hilton, mm-hmm. which is the Willard, Willard the White, White House. Ah, that is still there. So that was called the W. Was that the original the W no, Hotel? It was always a Hilton. Okay, I think yeah. it's just W for this film. For this yeah. film, okay. Yeah. We thought we had to have talked about this last. Hoylard White speaking. Hoylard White. The 
the brilliance or utter nonsensory of when Bond crashes through the lunar landscape and those astronauts can't move <laughs> in slow, slow motion, motion. is so brilliant to me that I I am thrown because I I can't see this movie working on such a high comedic level. So yeah. I not I'm going. Why is that happening? Because I can't immediately. Oh, go, that's, that's what a funny. Like, that seems purpose. like such a Guy Hamilton thing. Of like, I know. Wouldn't what it be funny, fellas, if you just film that he directed? He did four. He right? did Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Right. This man with the golden gun and Live and Let Die. Wow. But he also. He also, didn't he take over for Richard? No, Richard Lester took over for Donner and Superman. In Superman 2, yeah. I wanted right. to say Guy Hamilton didn't. But he Guy Hamilton, didn't he do a Superman movie? No, because Lester did three, too, no. right? This is what I want to see for Bond. Dick Lester did for Star Hard Wars. Day's Night. Yeah. As we do all these like spin-off movies for Star Wars, and I think we should do this for Bond. Like We've made Bond films so precious, and so like now the recent films, each one has to have a bigger budget, but they're the highest budget films like ever like they're massive films yeah. now we've we've made them too precious and too big right we need to start we us being okay the three of us the ones the who brain trust the right yeah. Here. yeah yeah i i would love to see uh quirkier directors with lower budgets yeah do bond films. i know me too like like make sure. an independent bond film yeah make one for like 10 million yeah give it to a quirky director who has like a really funky eye give it give Edgar Wright the chance to do right. a Bond film. Give yeah. like all these interesting filmmakers. I'd give Edgar Wright the chance to do a Bond film in a second. Yeah. Give a woman like a chance to write yeah. and direct a Bond film. Well, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, guys! Right brain here. trust, brain trust. Gillian Anderson <laughs> should be the next Bond. She put her hat in the ring on Twitter. Yeah, when everybody that. was like talking about who the next one's going to be, she's like, "I'd like to throw my hat here's." In the ring. I, and I would totally watch that. Here's now. what I'm going to say. Uh, I'm just going to go on the record. I have no problem with James Bond being played by other other shades of man. Oh, boy. I have no problem. Anything but Portuguese. Except, well, <laughs> it's, all it's funny you say that. I do think the Portuguese are the worst. Um, <laughs> Just insufferable. Uh, oh, I, my grandfather was a fucking... Son of a bitch. Now, are you talking like Brazilian Portuguese or yeah, Portuguese? He was, he was, he was, he was, he was, he was Azores Portuguese, which oh, is the worst. Shit, don't get Islanders. me started on that. Uh, oh so, my God. No, but here's my thing, though. I just think it, it fundamentally will change the character. I think that James Bond is fundamentally a broken, shitty man. Yeah. I think that's what he is. Hmm. I've never heard But you. Brosnan never played him like a broken, shitty no. man. But oh, he, played him, he played him shittily. Why couldn't you have a broken, shitty woman, though? Well, you can, but then it's not James Bond. It's another agent. Another spy. It's another agent. Okay, then let's do that some... That I don't mind. I don't but mind that. let's do that. some offshoots yeah. where it's like but we're following 005 or a double. I'm down. Let me I'm throw down something for, at I'm you. down. The distance between broken, shitty man and broken, shitty woman is 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 less than the distance between Diamonds Are Forever, Sean Connery... And Daniel Craig, James Bond. Like, that's a greater distance to me than... Yeah, uh, than, to travel. Yeah, uh, I agree. You know, I just fundamentally, I think it just changes the character too much. I don't, mm. like, give a woman a chance to be her own But also, a, a, man, a man has had... We've had 24, we'll have 25, is that right? 
We will have 25. Yes, like 25 it, it has will be been, happening. been done. Daniel Craig <laughs> is doing tests. the new one, the last one. And I yeah. Was like, yeah. yeah. He's like, Spectre's my last one. And then whenever it was like, really? You want that to be your last I know. one? He's like, oh, right. Ah, fuck. Okay, fine. It <laughs> didn't yeah. wrap that up the way I thought What if we would? it goes worse? This is the risk, though, it, honestly, it, because it Skyfall, can. It can. which I didn't like the first time I saw it, but then have liked it in further viewings. Here, yeah. Um, and Spectre, like each one had bigger and badder budgets. Uh, first of all, I also like Quantum of Solace. I do too. Yep. Yeah, and well, also, so it's not a standalone film. Casino Royale and, yes. and Quantum of Solace should Watch be watched back to back and be one giant film because they take place yeah. with like one starts five minutes after. But you oh, should watch it Quantum of Solace then Casino Royale. Oh, that's right? a confusing way to do it. Okay. Right. <laughs> but that's... back to my previous point though, it's like I don't want. I don't like. I don't need. Give it a low budget. I don't want to see a man play Mary Poppins. I think Mary Poppins okay, is Mary fine. Poppins. That's let's all I'm give saying. Give Mary Poppins a proper franchise. Oh, we are. Okay, we are. That's She's right. good. Okay, good. Lin Manuel's there. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. I like that. There's a female doctor though on Doctor Who. That is fine because the character of right. the Doctor can regenerate into either sex, and that's established in the canon. So Fair I have enough. literally okay. no problem. I don't know with Doctor that. enough. I just guys. It. I'm just, just saying. The more important thing is getting back to these slow motion astronauts. Yes. <laughs> because what I want to know is, are the characters, not the actors, are the characters who are studying to be these astronauts yes. so method that they, they see this happening? They're not happening. henchmen. They're not security no, guards, right? They're just but they're either they scientists they're being, or actors having hired. Like, um, like the doctors or the, the scientists are throwing them a curveball. Like they're told not to react to anything and that they're like, well, this must be representing a lunar monster that we could come in contact with. We have to... But they slowly go for him. So yes, they that's do start the to move thing. forward. They don't just start to back off it's, slowly. They're it's like, so many oh, levels told deep. To get I just love it. It's crazy. <laughs> It's oh, crazy. It and nuts. what are they doing? What purpose could it possibly be to train? They're not in like train? an airtight no, pod. Where they're it's like forcing to themselves to be slow and weightless. <laughs> and in a studio where they have no room to really drive the rover and actually test it out. No. When outside the studio is no. the landscape that's probably closest to it. And the, the hangar's open, so it's got to be boiling hot. Oh, there. yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. I'm, I just... The, the more you think about that scene, the more it will drive you crazy. Is anybody alive... That worked on this film from a creative standpoint anymore, and can we get oh, them on the phone right well, now? Guy Hamilton died. Ken Adam died. Oh man, I bet. I bet of one of those. Around. I bet one of those astronauts is alive. I would love to yeah. talk to them about that. Oh, That's man. a. I was there too. Right yeah. there. Oh. <laughs> um, did you guys see the sign in the evil lair? At the end? If in doubt, yeah. ask in yes. big red letters. Also, um, <laughs> clearly a different workspace in real life. There's another one. Uh, no pollution. Yes. Not any. <laughs> <laughs> Very environmentalist yeah. this, on this oil rig. Were we supposed to like be like, oh, maybe Blofeld does want disarmament of the world. And but I think that, again, is the doctor somehow doing that. Yeah. Or them, because it's an oil rig. First and foremost, yeah, that for like inspectors who come in from like wherever from Baja, California. But Baja, it goes, oh, Baja, Baja. I ain't got anything in Baja. These go down in the pantheon of great background bond signs, like handle like eggs, and uh, <laughs> that's in two two Bond movies. That's handle brilliant. like eggs. When he when he breaks into Willard White's um, like executive bathroom, yeah. And he's got yellow toilet oh, paper. God. I had two Creepy. thoughts. Yeah. I remember yellow toilet paper. I remember paper. yellow toilet paper as yeah. well. And also, is I remember it rose yellow colored to like make you scented. feel yeah. like you're not, you're not going to like 
stain it or something? Like, what's the yellow point? Like, kind of like, I think it's, it's going to get yellow anyway. Maybe it's just a variety. Oh, they don't have it anymore, No. Huh? And there wasn't there, like, powder blue or something? Yes, and, and there was pink. pink. Yeah. And it smelled like rose water. But do you know what All I right. think it was, though? I think it was because in, the, like, the 70s, people would just have a way more colorful bathroom. That's happen. true, yeah. yeah. And, like, soft, plush seats. I mean, he has a mahogany seats. throne to sit on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Very That's luscious. my next project. Yeah. I'm building. I could see it. I feel like the literary character of James Bond would drop trow and just dump oh, right for in sure. there. Yeah. <laughs> I actually could expect Sean Connery to do that in the scene. Yeah. Because you know every morning he's a giant breakfast of scrambled eggs oh, and God. figs. Oh, it's so yeah. I'm just like I'm nauseated by not that, but I'm literally just thinking about <laughs> by thinking about him doing that stunt just that like the idea of that actually being at the top of a hilton yeah it's good and dangling like that with these tangs that were given to him by q he doesn't know. know if they work i know he doesn't it's built yeah. into a suit no fear well i gotta take a walter ppk break oh we can continue while you're gone <laughs> so wait is the podcast still no going? the podcast still goes while oh, any wow. of us take a ppk Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm glad I PPK'd before. Do you have any questions about Las Vegas that I can answer, having never been there? Oh, yeah. Um, I've been there How easy is it to so get a free hotel times. room? To get a free hotel room? Do you have to really gamble a lot to get that? You, have to, you a can lot? gamble a little bit, uh, and they'll send you a lot of times. You'll get offers in the mail for, like, uh, stay three nights for free and get this credit, but it's usually in the middle of the week. That's great. That's when I want to go. Oh, perfect. I'm an actor. I you, have many you just, days off. You wanna, what you want to do is you want to go to like the Cosmopolitan or uh, the Aria. Sign up for their identity club, okay. which is their thing. Like yeah. I want to do the thing in Swingers where like at the last second, me and a buddy or me and a lady are just <laughs> uh-huh. like, screw it. Fuck it. We're going to Vegas tonight. Vegas, baby. Vegas. And we oh. do the long, boring drive there. I do that all the time. Do you? I oh. do that all the time. I that would go like, like when my if my wife's ever out of town and it's like a Saturday and I'm like oh, I have nothing to do. I will sometimes go for the day. Whoa! I'll drive early in the morning, get there for like lunch. I'll have lunch. I'll gamble till like eight o'clock, and then I will drive back and be home by midnight. You are Great. an insane person. I am an insane. Everybody person. listening to this podcast, right? They now. all know I'm an insane person. Okay, they all are well aware of my. I've listened to this podcast are... quite a bit. I did not know you were insane, <laughs> but now they are. Uh, there are brand new James Bond slot machines that what? are going to be popping up pretty soon. Themed by movie. Themed by movie. There, I've seen. What casino will have this? Uh, it'll probably be all over the place. They were at the last. Um, slot machine trade show i saw them i saw them on a video on youtube i know you were such a heavy gambler i love a slot machine but i also you didn't love, know how to play i don't baccarat know how to play baccarat or, or no what was idea. the what was the game in honor majesty it wasn't baccarat it was like oh it was carte whatever it was bunk bunk do wheat bunk that's that's baccarat though right i don't know i've anyway. never been able to even after oh the what i didn't the, the I did conceptually not. what i didn't understand was that the house was you were you the the players were bankrolling the game, which I didn't understand. Yeah, I did not understand. And the house either. took a rake. You're talking about Baccarat? We're talking about the We got onto it. Honor Majesty Secret Service oh, thing. I was just starting defer. to talk about the Casino Royale. How was your Walter? Uh, it was great. Great. I mean one of the best ever. Oh, Fired wow. properly. Yeah. Those guns jam. <laughs> well. They're famous for it. Oh yeah, that's right. Huh? Yeah. Oh jeez. The P ninety nine sucks. The Berettas jam. What? 
Well, that's what they say in in Doctor in No. Doctor no. Slow your yeah, roll, Boothroyd. Um, <laughs> no, he prefers. Is it the Beretta that he prefers, and they issue yes. him the Walter PPK? Yeah, they yeah. make him. Where's my take Beretta? The PPK. That's right. Oh, he yeah. likes the Beretta. Yeah, and the Beretta yeah. jams. That's correct. Have you guys gotten to Willard White's house yet? No. no. Oh. <laughs> Bambi and Thumper. Bambi and Thumper. Bambi and Thumper. Who, are, who I love, but also go down way too easily. Just being those <laughs> girls, by the way, especially after all they can do. Oh, I know. Him. This must have been in Palm Springs because, according to that guy, the the tour guide, those those women still live in Palm Springs. Yes, I think, and that's they right, still yeah. and they still look exactly the same. And I, he said I, that they they're in incredible shape. I've like seen that. the black woman at a couple of Bond events, and she does look incredibly exactly the same. The same. Yeah. Speaking of Bond events. Oh my God! This is this is a bit of a tangent. Welcome but it's to the related. podcast. Okay, okay. I was uh, filming a new TV show uh, in a small town uh, in Canada this summer. I was there for three months, and we got to know the mayor of the town quite well um, uh, for this sort of detective procedural comedy um, that is like Magnum PI meets. Murder, She Wrote, I would say. It's called Carter. comes out in April. Oh, um, oh, anyways, it's, it's shameless nice. plug. Sorry. No. Um, so we got to know the mayor of this town that we were filming in. And uh, he ended up having this big... He has a fundraiser every year. And this year, it was Bond-themed. Mm-hmm. And so there was an aviation college in this town that trains a lot of pilots and, and engineers and people that go on to big aviation careers, but also military. There's a military base there and whatnot. This was also a town in northern Ontario um, that housed a lot of the U.S.'s nuclear missiles during the Cold War because it was right along the flight path between Moscow and D.C. So if there was missiles coming over from Russia, they could fire nuclear missiles from this location in North Bay, Ontario, uh, from this NORAD uh, like super underground NORAD base, very Bond-like with nuclear weapons. They had tons of U.S. military personnel in this town in the Cold War era, and nobody really knew about it. By the way, tiny town. How do you not know that you have? How does that not get <laughs> yeah, out? Right. Um, and you have all these American soldiers everywhere, but it was a NORAD base, and it was recently decommissioned. But they had nuclear weapons there for years, and nobody in the town knew. It was like a secret base that JFK had built by the Canadian government uh, to to house nuclear weapons. Nobody knew about it except for select few. They do now, obviously. And we actually filmed on top of – there was two, two areas in town. We filmed on top of one place that had nuclear weapons in like a little studio space under miles of bunkers. Craziness. Anyways – up at the aviation college, the mayor of this town, lovely guy, was very supportive of the show and us filming on location all over the place. Um, he has this James Bond-themed um, uh, fundraiser, and it goes to a couple causes in town. And so myself, I was in town that weekend, and a couple producers were, and they wa- we wanted to make a show of appreciation for the uh, for helping us out. So we go to this event and it's in like they have all this paraphernalia and props and costumes from Bond films. But when we got there, there was mostly just like Russian uniforms, Russian military uniforms from some of the films or maybe even from the military base. Or <laughs> and like some old VHSs and like some board games and a few IDs and a few costumes. And then in the in the actual hangar where the fundraiser was going, everybody's in tuxes and everything. Uh-huh. Um 
they set up gambling tables. They had like a group come in with actual croupiers doing gambling for you. And you were handed a wallet with fake money that you could use to gamble with. So you're at blackjack tables. <sighs> I think they, they had um, uh, roulette. They had, uh, um, what else? Poker. Uh-huh. They had a few options. And then also just a silent auction and then paraphernalia and like all these helicopters everywhere that were actually at the aviation school. A few other props, I think. I think like a fancy car that might have been in a modern Aston Martin that they somehow drove up from Toronto or something. <laughs> all this stuff. And then they had a guest, a special guest. Uh-oh. And they were very excited about the special guest. And they took us aside. They're like, oh, my God, you guys are going to be very excited by the special oh, guest. Oh, man, I'm excited. It's going to be amazing. We're like, who is it? And they're like, we can't, we can't spoil it. I'm like, okay. Oh my God, this is really interesting. And it's a James Bond casino night. And it's like, you know, we're gambling with this fake money and then like, you know, getting drunk and like bidding on things in the silent auction. And they had a live auction, all this stuff. And then finally, uh, the special guest comes out. It's the iguana from License to Kill. (laughs) It's the tiger iguana from the Volkswagen Tiguan ad. Uh, It was... The bartender from Casino Royale. <laughs> the one that makes the martini? Yeah. <laughs> the one that he says, do I look like a give a damn to that guy? I think so, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? Still, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> and they paraded him around like crazy. Just like so excited. Canadian and they're like, you guys are going to be so excited when you this. We've got a, we've, they flew him they over flew from him London. In. That's who they flew in because they could have gotten... Any one of these, like Bambi or Thumper, because they always do these events. Totally. Maybe the price was too high. I didn't even, I didn't recognize the guy. I didn't remember the scene. I remember yeah. now that you said, like, do I look like a give a damn? I'm like, oh, yeah, Daniel Craig said that. Yeah. I don't remember Or is it the guy. one that makes the Vesper? He, I think it's, that's but the, the same one, you, isn't it? D- oh. You don't really, yeah, I mean, that there is that guy, but he doesn't have a line or anything. Exactly. Because <laughs> Bond orders the Vesper from a cocktail waiter or waitress, I think. Is that it? Or yeah. is it when he takes a break from the table? But he goes to the bar, and, to the and, bar and like, Vesper gets one, but there's like that person's, I don't even think, in focus, really. Well, they were very excited that they got the bartender oh, from Casino Oh, my God, Royale. that's so funny. That's great. Yeah. Where does he, we had a blast. Where did night. they fly him in from? London. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's like fundraising this dollars that goes to that. Insanity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Are you God. looking above? I'm trying to find him. I can't find him. Yeah, that's a tough call. But we're, I was so excited. I thought it was going to be, you know, a Bond villain or something, yeah. like something kind of <laughs> cool. And, There's probably someone. And I'm sure if you're listening, bartender from Casino Royale, whose name I forget, and I'm sorry I didn't recognize you, and I wish I had a chance to talk to you. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not thrilled. I should be. Should have been more. He should have been more impressed. I should have. Did more he impressed. reenact a scene? They probably made him say a line or something. Shaking I can't even remember. Who knows? Because wow. we don't even know if he had a line. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it was that was amazing. It was amazing. Wow. And I ended up winning a tuxedo by live auction, like a made-to-order tuxedo. Oh, did you get I it? Did you wear it? A lot of money on it. Again, I had had drinks, so <laughs> a portion of one of my paychecks went to that. Wait. Oh, because but it was for charity. So that's good. Yeah, it was that's a fundraiser. good. Yeah, that's good. But so how did you get that tux yet? Yeah, it doesn't. It's a fit. Canadian tuxedo. They, they measured all me denim. and everything. No, it's like it's beautiful. It's a beautiful midnight blue tux. Like Ooh. I got to choose the material, the color, the cut, all the trimmings and everything. So I went to the tailor, very nice man, 
measures me everything and uh and i it was towards the end of the season so i came back to la came home here and then i had them delivered to my mother's house in toronto and over christmas i came home and stayed with her and tried it on and it needs to be adjusted Aww. in many places <laughs> Well, and hence the do you think dry it's, January. Do you think it's because he did not do a great job or because you no, because did not do a, a great job? No, because he's been doing it for years and he's fantastic. Uh-huh. And I could tell. He just knew what he was doing, measuring me, yeah. writing down all the measurements. He, I think he did his job. I don't think my body has uh-huh. changed okay. that much couldn't have. since yeah. then. Um, Maybe it was so the metric. He was on the metric yeah, no, like, system. Did they use centimeters instead of inches? Like, where yeah. did you send this to? What happened? Because mm-hmm. it's very tight. Yeah. <laughs> like, very tight. Yeah. I would not be well, able to wear this. Speaking anywhere. of clothing, I I just adore what Jimmy Dean is wearing when they <laughs> rescue him. He's got like his flannel. Pow- no, he's got powder blue bell bottoms on, blue deck shoes, and like a navy blue Damn or royal shirt. blue like polka dot flower polka dot. Oh shirt. right, it's just so cool. That's I also the best outfit in well minus uh, Jill St. John's wardrobes his yeah. acting when he sees ones. daylight for the first time in yeah. so long <laughs> yeah is awful i was expecting oh, wow. a howard hughes character with like really long i know that's what they were implying. i think that's what they were trying to do but because he really that wasn't was a ruse. That yeah was a ruse because he public. really wasn't yeah. hide away but oh. i don't understand how they could keep him locked with a padlock oh, underneath his own house story too though where Either Saltzman or Broccoli was friends with Howard Hughes. I think it was Broccoli. And was worried that he would be upset by this. But when did Howard Hughes die? Like, I feel like Before mid-70s. This? So, yeah, I think he no, was alive. No, 71 is this film. So yeah. if it's mid-70s, he's still alive. Yeah. yeah I he think was alive. He they was were the worried he would be, for him. I think oh, they really? Were, yeah. They were worried that he would be upset. But actually, I think he asked to screen the film or something like mm. that. I really need to relearn my Bond lore. Sort of like uh, Hitler and the Great Dictator. Sure. Charlie Chaplin's Great Dictator. Apparently he loved that film. uh, I I heard that. He thought it was very funny. I'm like, damn it. No, you're supposed to hate that film, Hitler. He died in in 76. Okay, yeah. That's it. Great Dictator, one of my favorite films. Brilliant. It's a goodie. Wow. Howard Hughes Hughes gave $1.65 billion to charity. Wow. Same with Jimmy Dean. (laughs) <laughs> sausages sausage charity yeah um sausages. Ah! he's terrible how dare you guys enjoy we enjoy him i mean it might be that he sold the sausages for so many Jimmy years Dean and, he, yeah. and you yeah. enjoyed his sausages yeah. it's in your dna it's like yeah. somehow worked its way that's true he's body. american as i love him as well as jimmy dean i love jimmy yep. dean no one's more american than jimmy dean Let's get to this oil rig because uh, this right. movie is basically falls apart in so much so that we didn't understand. even realize this. We learned this when we did the poster episode that you never learn Blofeld's fate. You never see him escape or see him die. He's just kind of dangling in that submarine as the oil rig m- blows up in places. Could so, have been sent far off. Like an explosion could have pushed that but thing. Yeah, but the, you don't know. Somewhere. I and love- also, I love Bond's very slow, ineffectual fucking with him while everybody is shooting yeah. and blowing things up on the oil rig. He's like... Yeah. That's the best train. part. Bump, yeah. Very also, softly bumping him against the wall. Yeah. What about the fact that Jill St. John is uh, so dainty that a machine gun blows her essentially right. off of the rig? Yeah. Yeah. Just walks off backwards. Uh, and also, I just like the the 
the real curmudgeon way that Blofeld is talking to the crane operator. I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what you would expect from a Bond yes. villain. Like, no yeah. respect for his employees. No, in zero. Any yeah. He's not a good leader. Yeah. <laughs> so it blows up, and then we cut to a little... But also the most anticlimactic ending yeah. to a Bond film. Like, I was like, that's it? Well, I do like that Bond does the most perfect dive. I know it's great. Uh, it's a beautiful dive, and he, I'm sure they hired some like Olympic diver to yeah. throw in a suit and do that. Yeah, well done. Yeah, but so anticlimactic. All James Bonds have a history of great dives. That's true, huh? Yeah, yeah, because Brosnan off the oh, dam. Brosnan's dive in the world is not enough is the best dive in Bond history. When is that one? Oh, into the submarine when he dives in to get the submarine. The way he takes off that linen jacket. Oh yeah, tucks Daniel that, Craig's dive that in that Venice behind. sinking Venice building. Yeah, to oh, try and yeah. get to Vesper is a brilliant dive. Great aquatic set. He's yeah. jumping through. Does Roger Moore have a decent dive? I don't know. Does he dive? <laughs> that shut us down. No. Well, they have they have the thing in For Your Eyes Only where he gets yanked off the boat. Right. That's kind of a dive. There's no dive. I don't think he dives. Does Dalton dive? Doesn't Dalton... He didn't have enough chances to. He, yeah. he would have dove. Lazenby did not have enough chances. He no. would have dived. He played in the surf a lot. Yeah. Hmm. Pour well, one out for you, Tim Dalton. We'll do a podcast episode on diving. Oh, I would love to do that. Oh, I would love to do that episode. In year 19. Okay. So the... Get onto the cruise ship. Yeah. They're on the cruise ship. I, Jimmy Dean offers to call the captain and tell him to do circles and inconvenience you're having a good time yeah Yeah. i love it i love it ruin this schedule he's that powerful putter smith really got lit on fire that's another thing i learned in talking really and that wasn't they just basically went like here we're gonna do this to you and he didn't think much of it and my first thought was his hair wispy hair like that's there's no gel on your hair there's nothing in that hair yeah but like no fire retardant does his hair burn off no, but it was just his it arms. It was very close. And, he's, you know, and he said they'd cut and then come spray him. But like it, it, he just said it wasn't a big thing. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Most movie that's, stuff That's old school yeah. movie making, right? Yeah. I love how that's, that's... how we get SAG rules. Right. That's his move, though. Some putter Smith somewhere died. died. Yeah. yeah. That's his murdering move. The flaming the kebabs. Yeah. And also, this time, uh, I don't think he's dead. Who, Putter Smith? Putter Smith. Not Putter Smith, but his character of yeah. Mr. Kid. I yeah. don't think yeah, Mr. Mr. Kid Wint died. Mr. Wint died by right. blowing up midair. But listen yeah. to this, this Mr. Wint. This is the first time I've always watched when Connery grabs between Whoa. his legs yeah. and pulls oh, him yeah, up. And he that it's like smiles a bit. But that's the thing. I always saw that as, yeah, like, oh, he's gay, so he must be into yeah. anything deviant. Even if a man is trying to kill him, there's still sex trumps that because oh, he's gay, right? 100%. That's like an old, like perception of of like yes, gay behavior right a hundred percent but this time it was like a mona lisa smile of perfect riding the line of is he playing it like he likes it or playing it like it's hurting him and i don't know why this time it rang because he's a good actor he's brilliant he's brilliant well he used to teach an acting class too no he didn't yes, yes. when you'd go to auditions there would be a little uh, like Xerox thing with those little tabs you could pull off with the phone yeah. number. Bruce Glover from Diamonds of Forever teaches acting. I don't know why Holy I didn't go. Day. Yeah, why didn't you go? I don't know. Oh I my just signed God. up for Great a class regret today of my life. Now I, 
I think he still does. I think he still I teaches. I can. I've got another class. Should the one. three of us also take that class We together? should definitely secretly take that class. We should. Now, that is something we really should go do, is go take the Bruce Glover acting I'm class. I'm in. Hold on. I will oh, totally do that. Let me Google look it up. this right now. I would we be could do a special, so after, bad like, at a special it. episode afterwards. So bad at it. Yeah. I would Hold be on. so bad at his class. Well, I don't think he... But that's I, the I think point. anybody will taking become that better. class would be bad. You will oh, all right. become... We will become better. You guys are right. You guys are really making me see the forest or the trees here. Yeah. Let's see if he even has a website. You take there. a Bruce Glover acting class to become a better actor. Okay, yeah. hold on. Also, while you're looking that up, Act- speaking of like... It's on Yelp. Oh. It's, <laughs> how many stars does it have? Uh, five. Whoa. Whoa. How many Bruce reviews? Glover's... Uh, how many are by Bruce? Four reviews. <laughs> Bruce Glover's Guide to Acting on the Right Side of the Brain. There's also something called Acting the Simple Way. Acting class... Hold on. There's a lot here. Ooh. Oh my God, Bruce Glover, you are a man of a talent. Okay, Bruce Glover's guide to acting on the right side of the brain. A talent. I don't know what it is. Contact me, and here's his email and phone number. This is like Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, I was about to say it's like the billboard. Hold on. Okay, listen up. Bruce Glover is closed today. There's audio. What do I do in my class? All I can tell is you have to go to bruceglover.blogspot.com. Blogspot. Look great website. Oh my god, he looks like old age Chet Baker. <laughs> he is grizzled. Like Oh my After god, he has been through a yeah, time. Post heroin, yeah. yeah. Post oh. new set of teeth, Chet Baker. But anyway, it might be Bruce worth a Glover. Field trip to Bruce Glover's acting. I'm studio. so in. Yeah. I'm so in to spending that money. Well, it's got our favorite henchmen's. Yeah, it's got our. Uh, well, it's not really our favorite. We did the henchman ranking episode. They were um, up there. Though. They're way up out there. Out of all Bond films? Or out of yeah. all of this film. Out of all Bond films. Oh, jeez. I forgot to. Wint and Kid, we really. Uh, I love yeah. Wint and Kid. We really we put up there. It's time to um, rank this movie. Yeah, let's rank the movie on a scale of 00 nothing to 007. Um, pretty. Pretty solid ranking for me, I think. I'm going to give it a double O three. That's not a solid that ranking. That's below all. average. It's almost in the middle. Almost a three and a half. Double O three. That's, what do you mean solid, though? That's, <laughs> that's pretty solid. Oh, that's a flimsy rating. It's a pretty solid rating. I was rating. expecting a five or something. God, no. Well, well, I mean, maybe you're giving it a five. I am. I'm giving it a double O five. Wow. Campiness, take it up. I, I love the campiness. It's so bonkers. It's another one of those weird ones. It, Like I said, I think it's the first one that jumps the shark, and I got to give I, it props for that. I have to say, I watched this one the second most to Octopus. Me too. I love watching this one, and without without your... Diamonds are forevers, your view to a kills, your die another days, you can't have your casino royales, your four your eyes onlys. You're your, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yes, you gotta have from Russia's die. with love. You gotta have your downs your if you're gonna have your ups. Me, your yins and your yangs. Uh, Christian, what would you give us on a scale of double O nothing to double O seven? I was gonna give it a double O four, uh-huh. but I'm gonna bump it up to double O four point five. Wow. wow. 
because of Jill St. John, and she's just so awesome as a Bond Bond girl. Yeah, she's fantastic. You better lay yeah, off that beauty. tutor, she's, Charlie. She's, she handles those terrible lines. Oh boy! Blow up your pants. Blow up your. What does that oh, mean? I love her to death. You just killed she, James Bond. She is <laughs> killer in all those bikinis. She's gorgeous. Gosh, and cool. Well, um, you can go to uh, podswag.com slash bond. And we signed a bunch of new posters, though I don't think they're up yet, but they should be up oh, soon. Oh, they will be. They'll be available for purchase. We signed uh, some more posters in, in blue ink this time on the white. That's right. Change it up. So you the, now know if you have a V1 or a V2. Oh, yeah. And the wonderful T-shirts are still up there. And guess what? Guess what's coming soon? Oh, you, I feel like... You asked for it. You're getting it. I asked for it. You asked and for it. I was saying specifically out, you. It turns Matt out Myra asked so many other people asked for it too. A knickknack uh, Tabasco knickknack Tabasco T-shirt is coming. Done by none other than the wonderful Bond comic artist Ibrahim Mustafa, who did who so much kindly drew us into the comics. Yes, so um, we're thrilled about that. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, read that. Yeah. Is it the recent series right that came there. out, or is it an older series? It's a one-shot series called so I just Solstice. One recently. Solstice. Yeah. Oh. That's, uh, we're, we're that's in the we're watching the movie. Right we're watching the movie. We're having a great we're having a great time. Yeah. When was this published? Recently. The, that's yeah, the I think most I have recent this at one. Home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so oh God, Matt, it, it's that time where we have to figure out what the next James <laughs> Bond movie will be. Matt, let me ask your advice on something. Yeah. Should I pick knowing you know, we got a fair amount of Roger Moore's left. We sure do. do. And Connery's. We sure do. Should I pick to to like spread things out wisely or should i pick I, what i want to see i like to think of this sort of the way we've been picking these movies i like to think of it as like a meal you know where we've just we've just had some diamonds are forever yeah what's gonna go good with that what's gonna go good with it or also like what after that junk food what do you ho- <laughs> what do you what are you hoping comes out oh no, i don't know i can't explain why i want to pick a certain movie this is a prefix meal and there's something coming out of the kitchen the chef is sending something matt what is it oh, this is tough sort of this is really tough uh, bert saxby because oh, I, d- I don't write for right now connecting the bad sheriff what i want to pick is not a more movie, which is what I think we should do okay. because we got a lot of more left to uh-huh. cover. We got a lot more to go. We've only done one more. Oh my god, we have only done one. Are you serious? Just View to a Kill. That's right. Okay, I have to choose a more movie. Or we're yeah. going to be stuck wow. with just more yeah. movies. Go for a good one. Like his first one. <sighs> oh yeah, I love that one, but I kind of want to save that. One. That would be three in a row in That's order, which we've favorite. never done. I feel like Man with the Golden Gun is somehow too similar to this one in just its like should save that for the premiere of the Knickknack Tabasco t-shirt. That's a good idea. What 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 era of Roger Moore are we going to, Matt? Okay. When he's in well, his prime or when he's way past his prime? Guess what? Which actually he comes back to being in his prime again. I'm going shark jumping here. Um, we're going to do some Moonraker. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That is the perfect movie to follow Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah. That is that is the Ro- Roger Moore Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah. If you want to, you know, I just, you know, I got a little taste of space with that satellite. That's right. And uh, quite frankly, I'd, I'd like a little more taste of space. Oh, well. Great news. Christian, where can people find you? What's up next? Uh, I'm on the Twitter mm-hmm. at the Brune. B R U U N. You got it. W 
T H E B R U U N uh, on Instagram at Bonnie Castle B O N N Y C A S T L E, which is one of my names. Oh, oddly enough, but if you just search Christian Bruden, you'll find it all. Wait, what do you mean it's one of your names? My full name is not Christian Brune. It is Charles Christian Bonnie Castle Brune. What? Yeah, great name. All one word, Bonnie Castle. All one word, Bonnie Castle. What does that come from? That's my mother's maiden name. (gasps) That's a great name. That is a very that name should be in a Bond film as a character. There should be a Bonnie Castle. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, Bonnie Um, Castle. Only fitting because my mother got me into Bond. She loves James Bond films. Mm. Um. Uh, Carter comes out, this new detective procedural starring Jerry O'Connell, Sydney Tamia Poitier, the daughter of Sydney Poitier, right. and myself, oh, yeah. uh, will be coming out in March or April. So just keep an eye out for Carter. It's a good, fun what network detective it's procedural. Uh, I'm not sure yet. It's Sony, on the CBC. It's, Sony. <laughs> it's not CBC. Oh I my think. God, what? In Canada, it's going to be on Bravo and Crave TV, which is like their streaming service. Uh, bless you. you. Bless you. And then uh, Sony is distributing it worldwide, so I'm not sure where they've got it around the world in, in the States at All this right. point. But yeah. We'll keep our eyes keep open. Keep an eye out for it. Carter. All right. Matt, anything you got to report? Uh, no. Tune in on Sundays on CBS All Access for After Trek. After Trek is back. It is. It is. We have five more episodes to go, guys. We're in the mirror universe. What's going to happen? I don't know what any of that means. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, James Bonding will return. James Bonding Podcast. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.